Uh, you know what else is neat, though? Podcasting about the Transformers, because that's what we're doing for the... Uh, um, actually, more than this now, but for, for at least 625 times. Uh, I'm uh, I'm Chris. I'm Evangelist. I'm, uh, I'm uh, an explorer in the, uh, the, the outer reaches of experience. Uh, I'm joined by Aaron. Yeah, I'm back. Yeah, After missing. I think the first even number episode that I've ever missed. Maybe? Oh, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure it's... someone can tell us. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask me these questions. Uh, is your neck yeah. is your is your neck all right? Because I was worried that like a week yeah. later it would suddenly just oh now it's time to fall apart. <laughs> Yeah, so for, for those that don't pay attention to Twitter, uh, one week into my move, I got T-boned at an intersection near my house. I'm on here, so I'm obviously still alive. Uh, if you really want, mm. I can provide pictures and we can post those places, but um, got clipped uh, by somebody running a red light, spun us around and onto the side, uh, totaled the vehicle, totaled... Uh, destroyed the three laptops that were in there and the desk and a few other things. Rock band. Rock band gear is actually expensive. Um, much to my insurance company chagrin and shenanigans that I've not yet gotten money from them on that yet. But um, <laughs> yeah, my neck uh, after the accident, I basically said it felt like it, it like I'd slept on it wrong. A couple days later, it felt like I'd slept on it wrong a couple days ago. Now I'm at the point of like 95% of the motion to to one side, I'm fine. And then that last five percent is like, I'd really prefer if you didn't. Versus, I can do the full range of motion the other way. So it it feels like I need to go get like a deep tissue massage aimed at the neck and shoulders to either like knock that knot loose or find out I have floating bone fragments or something in my neck but uh beyond that i'm just it's uh, overall generally sore because i've been working 10 hour days for work and then working two to four hours at the house doing just the last gathering of stuff and cleaning out each room and soon we'll be doing some like hole filling and painting and stuff and it's just that yeah slow like there's no way to to recover from it because even the weekends are like okay well that just means i get to take you know five trips back and forth to the house instead of one oh boy but we're getting there we're we're trying to also make a rule of empty one box uh a day even after moving stuff over so that like i can work from my desk i don't have a nice desk because the whole hierarchy of desks with one of them getting you know tumbled in a car kind of messed up thing so i'm on a i'm on a uh a fold-out table right now for for my work desk and everything um nice but, mobile yeah, it's just yeah yeah just gotta keep everybody guessing including <laughs> myself um but yeah otherwise it's we're, we're trying to be good about continuing to unpack a little bit so that we're not eternally in boxes i want to get um like as soon as we're done with the move and it's in like the realtor's hands for everything. It'll be the push to set up the display areas and everything. Cause I've got, I was saying before to TJ, I've got five bookshelves down in the basement where we wanted to have like our library area. 
and they're all about half full and there's five or six boxes of books that I know they're here because they're not at the other house, but which Mondo stack of stuff that everybody that was helping me move those first couple of days put them into, I don't know. So highly relatable that still going on. I had that with yeah. some paint for two years. I thought movers had stolen my miniatures paint uh, <laughs> when I moved to this apartment because I just couldn't find it. And it wasn't in any of the places where I usually put it. And it was so hidden. I don't even remember where I found it to this. Day. I just remember one day I found yeah. it. And I was like, oh, OK, good, because it seemed illogical that movers would take, of all things, a sandwich bag full of miniatures paint. That seemed like an oddly specific yeah. thing to steal. Uh, so it's a good yeah, thing I didn't and pursue that. I was going to say, that's like into the unfortunate area where we are, because before we had the house, we were doing a good job of like everything that went in a box, like was thematic. Everything that's, you know, in this, you know, box of display stuff is display stuff. Everything that's in this box of, you know, spare bathroom stuff. This is all bathroom stuff is going to be in this box. Now it's the like box of stuff that's all the leftovers from the corners of the bedroom that was you know out of the bottom of the filing cabinet and the stuff that was under the bed and the stuff that got knocked back in the corner of the closet in my first year of living in that house 15 years ago i was like well i you know i've been doing a pretty good job of like pitching stuff as it comes around but it's like uh i really don't want to throw this away because whatever reason so it's like okay all of this stuff goes in the same box so i'm not hauling three mostly empty boxes and making more cardboard here so yeah it's going to be a, a slow process to get all the way through so but it's it's very much the, the light at the end of the tunnel actually looks like the end of the tunnel now in rather than a distant candle yay oh that's excellent to hear speaking of speaking of candles tj not one to shy away from uh Notable disasters. Uh, you immediately after our last recording went into a near week long power outage while hurricanes battered your state, if I understood correctly. You make it sound as though I did this of my own volition. <laughs> you, know, well, like, you you have chosen to continue to live in Florida. I, okay, okay. Point. Point. I mean, <laughs> like Indiana, if you live in a trailer park, you expect tornadoes. You live in Florida, you should expect hurricanes. Look, in Florida, oh, yeah, we, you, 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 ex you expect hurricanes, random crocodiles, Florida men. It's frightening mm -hmm. here. But uh, it, it sounded like you generally were... Uh, were I, was, I was catching your updates here and there. It seems like you avoided the... Given, given what the brunt of it was, it seems you avoided the brunt of it? Yeah, uh, so I was... We're far enough inland that nothing of my house and nothing of the toy shop was harmed uh, outside of uh, a little bit of damage to our pool cage. Uh, everything else is fine. You know, no flooding, no wind damage. Like, we just we just had to go without power for six days, which is never a pleasant time. You know, at, mm. uh, yeah. So... Yeah, if uh, anyone's checked the news or checked any like the disaster reports, because I know the news loves to show like all the devastation, uh, which is admittedly a small percent of what the hurricane did. Like 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 land based wise, most everyone didn't get their homes wiped out, but there's some places that did. You know, and they're like ten minutes away mm. from me. Like it's it's that 
small of a difference between everything's fine and everything is destroyed. You know, I was, I was telling Aaron before this, yeah. like the uh, the local retro game shop is like ten minutes down the road, and it was flooded all the way up to the ceiling. So like, oh and man, yeah, was, yeah, two million dollars worth of like retro game stuff completely destroyed, uh, and not the only place. Like a lot of pl- businesses on that road gone. Uh, there's you know a lot of beachside stuff is destroyed. Uh, entire towns are wiped out. I uh, I heard some some just kooky stuff out of uh, the part of it that hit the Maritimes up here in Canada, where it was like, uh, I mean, some houses you know floating away into the ocean as you do, but there was also some houses where it's like, no, most of our house was fine, except for the wall that is gone. It, like it just it, it, one of the walls of the house was sheared off. Uh, the rest of the house was okay, but it's almost like I don't know if this is worse or better. <laughs> My wall is gone right right <laughs> uh, i mean so yeah i'm, I'm glad yeah. you, i'm glad you made it through okay me too me too thank you um yeah so, so what horrible life-changing event did you go through oh jeez let me tell you oh uh i uh oh oh uh, a friend of mine uh, from Victoria was visiting for a couple weeks, needed a place to stay, and uh, is is part of the inner circle of people who I'm cool with staying around here. Um, so I had I had a I had a shared living space. Um, um, they they wanted they did cooking of their own, and I did cooking of my own. So occasionally we had to organize like, oh well, who's using the kitchen now? And oh, oh, uh, I had to like maneuver around uh, a one a suitcase every now and then. It was like basically, I have a GoFundMe uh, already running, and if, if people, I'm joking by the way, I'm over, I'm overplaying my circumstances because yeah, in Toronto we we didn't even get the hurricane, we just got um, the crummy weather vestiges of it for a little bit with some like deranged rainfall and thunderstorms, but uh, yeah, other, I mean, what else? What else affected my life here? I oh, I painted some miniatures. And wasn't satisfied, and so I kept painting them. It was hard, honestly. Um, I also got some Transformers uh, that I could talk... I, I have two whole new deluxe Transformers. So, like, you know, it's getting kind of crazy over here. Um, which is a perfect way to transition into Transformers Acquisitions Inquisitions. TJ, I'm curious if you got anything new in spite of a natural disaster or not. <laughs> So the funny thing is when you've got uh, when when your mail doesn't do anything for seven days, uh, a few things you had on the way do back up. So once everything was up and running again, yes, I I had a few things come in. Ooh, uh, why why don't you highlight one of those? Maybe the maybe the one where you were like, oh, I'm glad that this didn't get blown away in the wind forever. Uh, so I put in my first order with Jungle. Which is essentially, oh. essentially like a different Mandarake. Yeah. Which, if no one knows what Mandarake is either, uh, good luck. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what else. It's hobby shops in Japan that'll ship to the U.S. You know. So I figure, Yen's yeah, weak uh, right I, now. If I were gonna be, go ahead. If I were gonna be snooty and someone's like, "What's Mandarake?" I'd be like, "Well, go back to two thousand and nine, and." catch up 
<laughs> that's if I was being super snarky. Uh, if if you're if you're in Canada, don't worry about it. It's too expensive to ship anything now. Pretend that it never existed. Um, but so, so yeah, what what did you what did you uh, pull out of the jungle? Yeah, uh, well, it's a nice. Well, the the yen's like super weak right now, so like kind of a nice time to mm. just see what they had. I plucked a bunch of random things. Um, like I I got the uh, like the metallic animated bumblebee. It's like because for some for some reason I like. For some reason, once upon a time, I said, "No, nah, no, nah, I'm I'm kind of done with my animated toys," and I've regretted literally all of it since. Mm, I so, don't feel him. Yeah, so I got a deluxe Bumblebee back. Nothing like terribly exciting. Like a lot of this stuff is like I I know we've gone through this a lot already because like I just went back and picked up old toys. Hmm. I, I really want to finish my Japanese animated collection at some point. I'm like, I have a decent amount of it, so it's a reasonable goal to move towards. Uh, there are a couple things that are probably going to suck to track down now, but uh, that's like still a long-term collecting goal. Because that the animated toys in metallic paint actually looks pretty cool. It looks cool, yeah, like... There's always there's that part of me is like me this is because I've had a few in the past I had uh, Takara's Rodimus because for a long time that was easier to get than the Toys R Us one, and I like the maroon True. better than the red, um, and it's like does this go against the whole like it's supposed to be like animated thing? If I'm making all this metallic instead of this the matte flat colors on the U.S. release, but like the just like the Big round shapes of metallic gold. Actually, yeah, yeah, it looks fine. Looks nice. Yeah, um, I got the animated Blitzwing way back when it came out. Uh, I, I remember back in the eBay mysterious loose toys auctions uh, accounts, someone had animated Blitzwings, a couple of them, and that was a really neat one to see in metallic as well. Uh, I'm actually a little. Now that I think about it, I'm a little afraid how the pvc parts, the softer parts, held up. Because I haven't looked at it for about five or six years. Um, not sure how that went with the paint on them, but we'll see, I guess, at some point. Uh, that's cool. Uh, are you going to go for a, for a full collection, or are you just grabbing what looks cool right now? Um, just, just what's, you know, interesting and available. More than anything, it's just like, yeah. I, I I don't know if I need. I don't know if I need like a huge animated collection, but like there's a few I'd like to go back and grab. And like Bumblebee was up there. Yeah, that's a, that's a good that's a good get. Um, Aaron, uh, I know you got some stuff as well. Uh, it seems none of it was in the car with you. Uh, we're allowed to make the joke because you're alive and you're okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was the mantra. I'm gonna put that. No, up. I just don't have. I just don't have laptops now. Is the only yeah, thing. That's all right. That's all right. You got transformers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got. I got a little one here. Uh, a little request because this this thematically works with me and what I got last week, and it's all part of a thing. Uh, I notice. I notice you got two robot. You have two parentheses two robot woman, uh, in your list. Um, how'd you like to tell me about one of those? Okay. Um overrides a partial of somebody? Uh was going to be. She was uh going to be 
Okay. And she was going to be a Studio Series Hot Rod Partial, but then she's a fully new mold, and they pulled it off because she only uses two steel mold toolings. So she usually they use, like, more. Okay. So she's uh, she uses yeah. less toolings, and that's how they were able to afford okay. to shunt her in. I, I was going to say, because I, I could swear that I'd remember hearing part of that saying that she was, like, a partial of, like, Hot Rod or something, and I was like, I don't, like... It's like a thigh, maybe the yeah. the the hip piece is something. I don't, I don't know. There's a there's but... a sketch of it if you want to see what could have been. Uh, it doesn't look as good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is what I'll say. But no, she is like. Yeah, I I have enjoyed her very much. She went from being you know in a bag next to the desk to um, on this desk, and she's made for some good. Like fiddles back and forth, um, and yeah, I trying to remember how she's even different than her original toy is like the the gun doesn't have a cyber planet key activation thing on it, and I think her torso is a little bit narrower. Yeah, the the lack of the spring flip thing, they they were able to compress the torso. But yeah. did you notice, because someone in my Discord mentioned this, and I couldn't unsee it or unfeel it, I guess, the thick white plastic in her legs feels like 2006 Cybertron plastic in a really good way. Like, it's just... Oh, it def- it's definitely, like, f- it's filled in. It's a big it's, you know, the, unfort- the The unfortunates of the, you know, prices of... of plastic or shipping or whatever the various excuses are as to how things have gotten thinner and lighter like that is that's a solid piece of plastic not a you know an an empty backed thing you know the the backs of her legs are open but that's all like also transformation and and space that has to be open you know uh, the no holes in the forearms it's it's almost like a a call back to old designs where yeah now you fill the rest of it up with plastic because that's how you make a toy. God damn it. Um, like even the feel, right? When you transform her legs, it's just like tunk, tunk, like mm-hmm. things clicking in. Like she somehow just is giving giving off this like 06 nostalgic tactile thing. I'm like, I'm curious mm-hmm. if Metroplex does that, even if whether or not it was on purpose. Uh that's an expensive thing to find out, so I, I'm not going to for a while. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm, I'll take some donations in order to, to see about your hypothesis. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, are you, are you generally digging how she turned out? Um, yeah, I, I am. I am like, I'm excited for for her for the way that uh, her kind of, I guess, wave mates. Uh, or, or whatever in cosmos turned out as these like unique molds that like don't have necessarily a reason to be really good as store exclusive molds that aren't like bumblebee you know it's, yeah i i am impressed Oh, yeah. And I mean, I thought it was, you know, I said it earlier, I think it's also cool that they shared that part of the reason why she exists is that she's using like half the amount of steel tooling that a Voyager usually uses. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting learning little things like that. Those Instagram uh, accounts, by now, the front pages are reporting on them. I think that the tidbits from them are, ma- are like people in the TF wiki are putting in work to figure out how to get those into wiki pages where applicable is my understanding. 
so that's no longer a, like a, a secret that I'm yelling at people to go check out. But like every single toy reveal, there is an Instagram post with Q&A in the thread when it goes up and there's tidbits in there. Uh, so, you know, hit those up. Um, but uh, yeah, Aaron, I wanted to bounce off you because last week I talked about I got um, Elite One from Legacy and I got Studio Series 86 RC. And it was all on the same day from two different game stops, just like I was wandering through the gamer stores, and I got home and I was like, I got woman! I got woman! And then, in the last week and a bit, it's like I was sitting there at the table, like just a big napkin in my collar, just pounding my fists on the table with, you know, fist clenching the knife and the fork, like, more woman! More woman! And then I got one, um... Because uh, Studio Series Bumblebee movie RC came out, uh, who is yet another, you know, completing the hat trick of woman, um, all all pink and red as well. Just lots of pink and red woman robot everywhere. <clears throat> this is a good toy. Uh, that's been the other thing that's been really cool about about all these uh, female Transformers, like the, the four of them, including Override that I got in the last, like I would say, four or five weeks. Uh, they're all solid toys too, like like Bumblebee Movie RC, uh, as I had hoped from the preview, is just a good transformer. Uh, there's little things here and there that I would say like I could come up with some some uh, cons if I really wanted to, but as an overarching statement, it's like this is a good deluxe. I was worried the torso wasn't going to tab together super well in robot mode, uh, but then I just pushed it a lot and now it tabs together really well. I was worried that the vehicle mode wasn't going to tab together super well, uh, but it does in spite of the front wheels not really tabbing together super well. Uh, yeah, the, the the vehicle mode on her needs just a little bit of extra, like, oomph, it seems. Yeah. But, but it's like, you know, the, those front those front wheels, I'm sure I could, like, bust out a file to mod them slightly if I really want to, but there's, like, three other sets of tabs holding the legs together by the time you finish, so I'm like, I'm fine with it. The, the transformation is good. A lot of her transforms. Uh, there's like a, a flow to it where she's basically like sitting down and twisting at the waist. Like it's such a cool design. I liked his head sculpt a lot in person. There's something uh, for something that is, you know, sort of seen by a lot of fans as a little uncanny valley. The Bumblebee movie Transformers faces. Uh, there's something like hyper realistic about it in person to me. Uh, I think it's because they, they seized a good... They got a good sculpt, and they used a good shade of paint in the eyes that catches light really well on mine. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's a good figure. Uh, I like the alt mode a lot, because, you know, they, I think they did a great job with the Cybertronian alt modes, making them look like a tactical reformation of body mass. Um, the accessories are good. She can just hold on to them through transformation if you want to. Uh, I'm very impressed uh, I, I even, I, cause I remembered I'd, I'd heard like there was stuff about the feet and the ankles, but then I realized like that, you know, they're tabbed into vehicle mode position. When you get her out of the package, you untab them and now she's got a, a forward bank, backward ankle movement. It's a pin hinge. Uh, so it's like, maybe this might get loose over time. I'm not sure, but for now it feels good. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very impressed with this figure. Uh, good year so far for woman robot in my opinion. Uh, and uh, yeah, that, that's that's really all I got other than just gushing about this story. It's, it's really well done. Um, TJ, I was curious, do you is it do you have any more woman robot you can contribute to the run of, of Robot Woman? 
or did you have you gone through all of them now? Is there an inspection happening? Did did we lose him? Uh oh! No 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 no! I'm I'm making sure I'm making sure this character is actually male. Oh, good good. You do believe <laughs> inspection it is. is happening? All right. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I I I am womanless. <laughs> ah, maidenless. I'm just getting all of the 2021 memes out of the way. Uh, well, who's who? Who is your intermission from the uh, the the woman robot um, uh, topic that we're we're on here? So, for whatever reason, I decided. Uh, you know what? I skipped a lot of that. I'm actually kind of curious how they turned out. Robot masters. So, because it was dirt cheap wow, for the I, pack... I forgot what those were. <laughs> <laughs> Did it all come rushing back, or do you need, like, a like a refresher course? It's rushing back. I'm going to just glance at something. Ah, yes. Okay. I remember what these are. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, I've been curious how the Seeker Mold in that series came out. So, because it was dirt cheap... Uh, Skywarp and Thundercracker 2-pack. Oh, I think everyone needs to uh, have a copy of that mold to see what we had before we had what is the current era. <laughs> will make you appreciate the Classic Seeker so much. Yeah, and and that the Classic Seeker came out like a year after that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe a year and a half, two years after that. Roughly a year and a half after that. That poor thing did not even get to become a nostalgic memory before it was literally overwritten by mm-hmm. the classic seeker mold. Mhm. Yeah, so if you if you are not aware, okay, so this was this was an attempt by Takara to recreate the transformation of the original Starscream mold without any part forming outside of the guns. And that was essentially it. Like, that was the, like, sole goal of the entire toy. Like, it it has, like, a little bit more articulation than the G1 figure. You can't use most of it because it's hindered in every direction, but it's there. Um, it's real goofy looking in proportions because of this attempt to recreate the original. Um, I know it, it is a weird experience. It is a weird experience, like in, in like in a like in like a post, like like you said, like like you said, like it was like this was a 2004 toy, and then 2006 it was completely completely replaced. And and it's hard to this is this is old fandom people stuff that is knowledge I really think is worth sharing. In 2004, this thing lit up the message boards. Uh, this was seen as like, oh my god, an articulated G1 Starscream that also transforms. They did it. They cracked the code. The oh, and this was on the back of like the reveal of Vinyl Tech 20th Anniversary Optimus Prime. This thing, it was like the Holy Trinity. I can't believe it. Articulated seekers. <laughs> What's coming next? And then 2006 showed up and we were like, wow, for the first time, Articulated Seekers in 2006? And then Robot Master Starscream was just slowly erasing, like in Back to the Future in the background, just fading away. Like, but I thought I existed. And, just, and, and vanished. Like Marty's picture in Back to the Future. It's, it's, that's what it felt like. 
it just got so wholesale replaced on the spot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, everyone everyone should own a copy of this mold if it if it is affordable because it's it's a an amazing curio uh, for a Transformers piece. I I mean yeah, like it's. I like I, I I would call it like like an interesting little uh an interesting experiment at best. Let me call it that. Cuz it was it, it was an attempt at something that maybe should have not been attempted, but they did it anyway, and I can I can kind of respect that. Yeah. Um Robot Masters as a line in fact is an interesting curio. Like it, uh, it is. It's a weird line. It is. I mean, because it, it's it was tr- it was trying to be universe because there's a ton of like just really odd repaints throughout the whole thing, and then just sprinkle in like essentially it's just like super popular new characters with totally new molds at like smaller than deluxe size, like you know, like stuff that's like like comparable to like our current like. Uh, deluxe cliff jumper size. Yeah, but then just weird stuff too. Like, also here's a new victory saver out of nowhere, uh, an art, a modern articulated victory saver, which low key I think was like the highlight of the line because it it kind of just did everything and it was kind of posable and it was really I, to this day I think it's still a really solid toy. Oh yeah, especially oh, yeah. for how inex- inexpensive I think it still is. It really uh, does. Not, it, sure. it really does help that that like those like that figure in particular was never complicated to begin with. Like outside of like the Brain Master gimmick, which they just kind of like waved over. But like engineering wise, like that works yeah. pretty well, shrunken down. And then I mean, this is like this is the toy line that went. Hey, uh, uh, do you, do you want this tank Optimus Prime that has a Megatron head in it? Like, um. <laughs> Yeah. Sure. Fi- uh, final, final numbered toy of the line too. That was the end of the storyline. Was uh, Reverse Convoy Rebirth Megatron. Uh, I remember that was that was. Yeah, I'm just checking the date here. That was like early mid '05, and, and that was that was right after the new mold Lyo Convoy that also just popped up uh, in that line. Like they did. They, there were a couple original molds in there that were like ahead of their time. In that it was it was like G1 Optimus. Uh, Beast Wars, Megatron, and and, uh, and Optimus Primal, Lyo Convoy, Victory Saber, uh, the Seeker, like all doing these things that that were like laying groundwork for to be done better later on, uh, and yeah, Reverse Convoy, Rebirth, Megatron was like uh, weird e hobby stuff, but in a main line, like it's a brand new character, yeah. it's like a lost convoy, and it's like actually he's been possessed because because he has a black hole cannon. The ghost of Megatron black hole possessed him through his gun. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love Japan, fic, Japan only fiction for Transformers. It's just the most insane concepts. Yeah. Also, friggin' uh, uh, like we're doing all this on the back of like the G2 hero Megatron as well, of all things. Mm hmm. <laughs> Um, but yeah, R- Robot Masters, great fun. Uh, also, I think it looks like it's, it's a lot now to pick up, but like the first wave of 10 toys and then like the smaller waves afterwards up through Victory Saber, it was just like a really neat looking lion to look at. 
these weird teams of figures that were all canonically in this in this continuity, like the Autobots and Decepticons. Uh, it's it's a cool little shelf. They're all small. I I assume Robot Masters is not that hard to get on the whole because everyone forgot about it by 2006 <laughs> i i can imagine uh, i can imagine the repainted like beast wars basics are probably not too bad to get i know some things like the lyo convoy like w- went really expensive like especially mm, for okay. what it is yeah uh but yeah, yeah. If you're if you're after the name characters, it's going to be rough. But if you're after you know classic characters like Bound Rogue and Psycho Orb, uh, <laughs> I think you'll you'll be pretty set. Um, I bet no one can even tell what those are without looking them up. Those those names have nothing to do with their alt modes. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Uh, yeah, I was I was looking up the trivia. That Skywarp Thundercracker box was the final Robot Masters release, and it was released in a G1 box that had Robot Masters written on it in small print. Uh, they were done with yeah. with Robot Masters by that. <laughs> yeah, point. they just kind of it looked like they glued the Robot Masters logo on. What I liked about that yeah. box is that it had the text from the American box on it. So like, so like oh. the uh, yeah, so so like that the uh, God, I can't even remember what it reads now. Um, but like that little like general story blurb for the whole thing, where it tells you about the you know the heroic Autobots and the evil Decepticons. Except oh, they, act- yeah, yeah. Except they actually did replace those with like Cybertron and Destron. So like my brain had like a I, weird yeah. mental whiplash reading it. Like wait, wait, no, not wait, no. Um, you're mixing universes <laughs> now. I'm not comfortable here. I vaguely recall that being a message board discussion back when that came out. Uh. This is in 04, I think that would also be when the message board archives were wiped out. So I don't think you can actually find any of that talk anymore. Uh, you have to go to archive.org. I'm, I'm thinking of TFW at least. I'm sure there's talk about it elsewhere. I'm, I'm just, a, I'm TFW centric. I don't know if you can tell by the podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, <laughs> uh, well, very cool. Congratulations on getting the, as, as I said, it's Curio. It's a piece of, uh, of Transformer, Americana, Canadian, piece of Transformer Ziana. Um, that, that two pack, uh, but, uh, Aaron, let's, uh, let's get back to the business of robot woman. You got another robot woman. Uh, didn't you talk Alita one and then I kind of did too. Uh, no, no, we did not. We only really talked override, I think. Cause uh, my Alita one talk was okay. last week. So you, uh, you were out with okay. injury. Oh, I, I was conflating your additional talk with override of some of the, the, the clippiness of Alita one, um, Mm. And I thought I'd look, man. There's not enough caffeine right now for as tired and sore as I am. You so gotta, sure, Alita One. You got to access that that new caffeine gland in your neck. <laughs> I'd I'd been trying so hard. <laughs> um. Yeah. So uh, Alita One. I I do dig how like relatively simple her transformation is um and that she's not the the old rc standard of you fold up a robot and fold out a car backpack that goes around the origami woman car isn't it wild Um, how her legs turn into part of a car like oh man (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) there's our standard that you you still (laughs) <laughs> you still have kind of half of the back of the car that's in her backpack. 
Uh, you can't necessarily get away from that, but that's kind of the way that like so many of the car robots are going anyway. Yeah, yeah. But, like we can make some parts of it there, but you know, if we have a and even then, like she's got a backpack, but because of the way that she has the like shoulder pillar things, it like makes the backpack okay. Yeah, like that. This is like like feature not bug style of this is this is acceptable in here. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's slim. It's slim uh, in my opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, she's got all the all the standard posability. I like the fact that her little like roof hat thing is an accessory. Uh, that's there. That she has a good kind of double blaster mode for her guns. Since they kind of peg side by side. Again, continuing on the weird, like, not directly mentioned sub-theme of of this line of the the transparent inner Johnny weapons that kind of combine together to to do things, maybe, I guess. Yeah, um, it's uh that that's why Cybertron Met- Metroplex is there, apparently, is uh for the story of Legacy, he's the mining operation that's mining all the Energon, and that's how I discovered there's a story uh, behind Legacy. Okay. Alright. So does like Metro does that Metroplex then have a place for all of these Energy weapons to go? He might? Like all all on the spark what is it, spark drinker or whatever that says giant? Yeah. I I just assume he has thing. enough five millimeter ports and pegs to sort of accommodate everything. I I <laughs> I should hope so on a two hundred dollar toy. <laughs> um, uh, th- this is a slight tangent. Did you but... see two separate reports? This is new. It's two separate people got Metroplexes that just have X's paint markered onto them in the package. Like, really? All over, all no. over the backs of all over the backs of their limbs. Uh, it looks like those were like factory uh. rejects that made it into a package and made it out into the public because it's <laughs> just like paint markered X's everywhere. Huh. Uh, <laughs> huh. Is that like the, the, okay. like one of the production samples they intentionally deface so it doesn't have as much value? I po- no, because yeah. now they have the not for sale brand that they put in on things or the uh, lock the, the code. Yeah, uh, was that what we saw a bunch? Of, yeah, where it's like the the specific code for this one. So when photos of it show out and show up out in public, they know who to go hunt down. Yeah. Now the, the X's make it look like it was just a factory issue where it's like, oh no, this one, this one, just, there's something wrong with this. Get rid of this one, and then like someone didn't <laughs> and made it out there. My understanding is the one who, that has lots of X's in the Twitter post. It sounded like they were getting a replacement for it, um, but it's very, very odd. Anyway, that just reminded me; it was on my mind. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I she she's another one that gets uh, a decent amount of play. I think her like. Her, my biggest issue that I have with the mold is that her feet, when she's in car mode, is just like you flip it around from this other joint that doesn't have like a detent holder spot. Yeah. So then you have these kind of two little bit floppy like booster looking things on the back of her car, which that seems like really common. That, that's on mine too. Uh, I actually, I actually. I tore one of them off while flipping them over because it, it caught and fulcrumed itself, and I was like, "Oops!" And then when I put it on and it was loose, I was like, "Wait, did I do that?" But I checked with some people, and I was like, "No, no, <laughs> you, you, yeah, you, you didn't do that." I, I wish that it had either like 
maybe the middle part of the back of the car had uh, pegs for the footholds for like one of the footholds to go onto yeah. to kind of be the like last bit that brings it all together. But that's uh, that's kind of into like nitpickiness that that I I, I guess. Is, as somebody that has a podcast about transformers, we can kind of go into. If a, if a T bar, if a T bar with pe- with matching pegs swang down to peg into those things, though, oh, oh, the satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh. <laughs> yeah. But no, I I I've been kind of are Minerva's actually out there, or was it just like two random ones that showed up and got a whole lot of press in North America? It was because... random. Uh, they okay. they went to the wrong because store. there are like three Walgreens in my area. Like there's a Walgreen I could walk to if I really had the gumption and wasn't sore as hell. Um, mm. And then like two others that are kind of on a path in between here and there. And I I checked on all of them and then a couple others in town and all of their toy sections for as much toys as they have were kind of bombed out. So I wasn't sure if it was like, are they still actually doing toys like these? But I know <laughs> that I saw somebody getting them and then I could swear so, that uh, I saw one of them was like at a Walmart or something. That, that's the, that's the secret. Very confused. That's the secret. If you wanted to find Minerva in the States, you had to go to the Walmart that got them by accident. Uh, and <laughs> that's yeah. how that worked. Some, some bad trans shipping thing happened at some shipping clearing house and they just went man whatever yeah they uh, this looks like something that's already on the shelves coat it and walk away they also the there was a, a retailer in the uk did have some legit but i'm not sure if they finished selling through those or not i just know a whole bunch of uk people uh got a crack at them okay that that might have been when i saw a whole bunch of them popping off on twitter or, or something it was yeah might have been the uk side but yeah, I I'll probably end up getting her in the Minerva colors as well, uh, just because it's good, it's a good mold. Minerva looks drastically different from her with I think very little chain. What like new head, new accessories, light bar instead of weird hat topper thing. But yeah, it's, it's definitely a a case where the painting the the molded detail in a different fashion drastically changes the look of the toy. So uh, I'm interested in it. Yeah, and it, for me, in my taste, it's also just, it's a good enough toy where I'm like, no, I'd love a reason to buy a second one. Uh, I, I mm-hmm. like how that thing turned out a lot. Um, but uh, yeah, it's been a, it's been a good time for, uh, for, for Transformers Robot Woman. Um, I, uh, I, I will say since you weren't here last week that that Studio Series 86 RC is actually maybe the best deluxe cartoon RC we're ever going to get. It's actually, I, s- I s- I saw her, but it was like I'd bought two other RCs in rapid succession and was like, do I need another RC? She's, in my opinion, she is the best version of that RC we're going to get. She's like, she's actually kind of fun to transform. Uh, But I was I was really pleasantly surprised by that toy. So I I would say it's worth considering. Uh, it is still going to be doing a you know a kind of shelf warmery thing, but it's, it apparently borrows a bunch of tricks from the masterpiece toy, and it kind of has that feel when you're messing with it. Uh, so yeah, it, it, it turned out pretty well, and it, it made for it. You know, like I said, a really solid month and a half of uh, of suddenly all the Robot Woman Transformers came out, and and were good. So uh, we need some. We need to maintain this many of them coming out each year and more. Please, Hasbro, thank you. Um, 
if we get to have a Q&A Zoom call at some point, that is going to basically be, I'm going to be hammering on that, because now that I've got a bunch of them in hand from this, one of the most populated years for this in a while, uh, the end result is really good stuff. So, uh, got to see more. Um, that uh, actually can, can can bring me to, because we mentioned earlier, my, my other Transformer I got, uh, thanks to the lovely uh, Matt McNally of uh, of being Chris McFeely fame uh, at TFCon, uh, I got a hold of Cosmos. So I, f- I completed the Cosmos quest with a little help from my friends. Uh, and he's a... Re- That's how you have to do a Cosmos quest, yeah. in my experience. Yeah. Somebody else does it for you. <laughs> well, the rule is, because you, you have to pay your Cosmoses forward, so you still look for them, because you'll someday you'll find one, and you'll be a hero to the person who just couldn't find one. Uh, he's a good little Transformer. I'll get the bad part out of the way. Mine, the outward shoulder joints, they are flop as floppy, flippy flu. Uh, the right shoulder, just you, if you rotate out into T-pose, it just falls right back down. There's no friction whatsoever on that hinge. I don't know what happened. Uh, that's not an, un- an uncommon qualm from my checking around. I know a couple other folks who have very floppy outward shoulder motions. It's fixable, but uh, I was I was laughing at just how floppy it was <laughs> for having a detent at the bottom to to go out five degrees from uh, alt mode. Um, on the bright side, like you know, it's 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 tightenable, and I can still get a lot of good poses even if I just leave it alone or or turn the shoulder so the outward motion is, like, having gravity on its side. Um, but the transformation is so friggin' cool. I am kind of amazed this got bumped to a Walmart retail capsule, because it's a very clever way to have uh, Cosmos transform without getting too overcomplicated uh, and still having, like, the mass move around in a neat way. Uh, I really like the foot transformation. Uh, cleaning up the foot and turning a chunk of it into a heel with a click-in-tab connection is, like... Sick. Uh, the flag? I don't know how to put this. Somehow, I expected more from the flag. I don't know what I expected, but I was somehow underwhelmed by the flag, and, like, I felt guilty about it. Because I was like, well, Cosmos, this is the whole reason you're here. You probably got yourself so worked up for the flag. Like, you had such high flag expectations that... The fact that it wasn't a a cloth flag and spoke to you in sweet sweet terms, you're like, ah, this isn't what I dreamt. I think I think I know what it what it is to some degree. It's that in his in his UFO mode, there's nowhere to put the flag where it looks like he's waving the flag, but he's a UFO. Like it always is kind of side slung or hugging the back. Uh, and I was kind of hoping there'd be a way for it to just be like you know, like hanging off the side of the UFO mode, like in the box art. Because uh, to get it in that position on, that the box art is using, you have to like, you have to ignore his thrusters, <clears throat> so it looks like he's flying sideways. And I, I'm not into that. I'm not into that. Uh, but yeah, like, like even the ball socket neck on his robot mode for Cosmos with his little like peg shaped head on a peg shaped torso, they got a lot of range on the ball socket uh, joint for the neck, so it's like very emotive. Uh, he's a good he's a good toy, and everyone deserves a, a crack at him. I can see ways he would bounce off folks um there are aspects of his transformation that that i like that i think very much run in uh in um concert against what is some folks taste especially the way the back the back panel folds in and clips up it's very tight how that works but uh 
he's he's a good little guy, and I hope everyone gets a fair chance uh, to get at a Cosmos with a little help from their friends. Um, I like him. Uh, he's been chilling out on my desk, just holding his flag, you know, as though he's like, I just hope everyone realizes that body language where he's like, I hope everyone knows and respects. This is my job holding this flag. Uh, he, he, he looks the part for that line of dialogue. Um, that said, TJ, uh, let's pop back over to you. Have you got any, any other transformers that were acquisitioned this, uh, this session? I can go back to... I can go back to Robot Masters, or I can go back to, like, a kind of animated. I think we gotta con- continue on the Robot Masters if there's still Robot Masters. <laughs> yeah. We've been, uh, we've been talking them up so much. So, I got the uh, the metallic version of Convoy as well. Oh, I got that one! Uh, oh, that Okay, so was that the one on his own, or with the DVD, or is that a third that's, one? I that's forgot. the one... That, okay, that's the... That's the one with the DVD. Okay, okay. The DVD yeah, I haven't tried out yet because you think I can actually find my DVD player? No. <laughs> that is episode one of the Robot Masters cartoon. Uh, I believe the title here, it says, Fight the Group of the Strongest Commanders. So there you go. Um, oh, I remember that cartoon! It was jank! It was kind of funny. <laughs> anyway, I'm... <laughs> It was CG, and it looked real budget 2004. It looked real like, I hope I get hired by mainframe someday. Uh, so, okay, so it, it's kind he's of... He's a little guy. It's, yeah, he is. He is. It's, it's, I keep trying to figure out how to describe like how big these Robot Masters like original molds are, and I, I can't come up with anything. Because like even today, when we've had so many different size classes and so many different shifts in each size class, I still can't get like, oh well, he's as tall as this one. You know, he's as big as this one. Nope, nope. Yeah, it's it's kind of like if Evergreen had a if Evergreen had a two thousands era deluxe size class, where he's like. He's deluxe size, but he's not like as heavy or as oomphy as a mainline deluxe. He's like weird. He's like the right. He's the right measurements, but something is off. So, like stars, like like this, like the seeker mold. He's an odd duck. Um, I would say he came out better because his articulation completely works. Mm-hmm. Um, he is strange in that, like, the top of his pelvis is also his hip joint. So, like, the section that's normally, like, hip, like, hip and pelvis skirt moves along with his legs. Which is always a little mm-hmm. bit weird. Um, I, I will give this credit for coming up with something that seems like, pretty obvious but i don't think like even since then anything is done it again is trying to at least come close to the original g1 uh transformation scheme so the arms tuck into the sides of the vehicle mode like you do but the solution they have for those gaps to that leaves is just it's just spring-loaded like his like like his his ribs and his like midsection just like flips down on its own like oh, 
Well, that was simple. Yeah, and then I'm just looking at a photo to remember they the, the way that I remember the way they pile up into his pecs is really weird. Mm. Well, it, it, it's it's weird in that you can see it all. Yeah, well, which I, he, I think he's also got a. Uh, or good, good. I think it's supposed to be sculpted to look like it's a pair of seats. Because they got kind of like a headrest sculpt to the top of them. That might just be me imagining. When, like, I, when I was 19 and 20, I probably would have... I, th- I think I probably went to bat for the toy saying clearly that's the case because I wanted it to be good. Uh, <laughs> I don't... Yeah, I, I think that's more coincidence. <laughs> okay, fair uh, enough. It's also worth noting that, like, there's... I don't, I'm sure you were going to mention it, but I'd forgotten about this too. Boy, the front of that truck mode... Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's 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 definitely like in that classics deluxe Optimus Prime vein of we want the we want Prime to look good as a figure standing on your desk, and then as long as all the wheels are on the ground, you can do whatever you want with the truck mode. Uh, it's not the nicest. It's also one of those primes that doesn't collapse the legs so his thighs are just hanging out for no reason. Yeah, it's just that the hole, the hole behind the front bumper between the front bumper and the front wheel, I remember, is like, that's... Nowadays, I have the language for it. You could call... He's like a liminal truck. He's like, uh, you know, the, the, the back rooms, the liminal spaces, where it's like, you know what it is, but something feels wrong. Like, it's just there to... You you weren't supposed to see it this clearly, uh, is what his truck mode always looks like to me now. It's like it's like this is a truck that's supposed to be out of focus in the background. If you see it in focus, that's bad. That means you've slipped through the cracks and you you might you might be subsumed by the fabric of reality soon if you don't make your way back to the real world. Uh, you weren't supposed to see this truck. <laughs> One of the like the the toy has this weird thing to it where like he, like so so the weird thing that Robot Masters did is they added a bunch of like translucent extra weapons to all these characters, and for a lot oh, of the yeah. yeah for a lot of the new character for like a lot of the new mold ones it's all these ge- like generic missile launchers with like three millimeter port uh, handles. So for some reason they decided that. Uh, Prime needed to have hands specifically for holding his traditional rifle, which has a traditional, like, rectangular handle on it. And then if you want him to hold anything else, you have to switch to a second set of fists they included that have the three millimeter holes. I forgot about that. (laughs) It wasn't enough to just, like, we could just put that handle on the gun, on the rifle... So you don't have to switch. No, it has to be a squared off handle. This is a learning prog- process. This is like like these are Robot Masters is like the template for so many things that came before and did it better and made people forget about Robot Masters. <laughs> oh man, I know he definitely well, comes together that, better than the Seeker. But yeah, again, these things are interesting. Robot Master G1 Prime versus the Seeker was many a photo shoot back in 2004. 
Um, I was also just reminded, looking up images and, and info on this, uh, that in the episode of the cartoon you have, his name, his full name that he's referred to by every single time someone refers to him by name, is G1 Convoy. Yep. <laughs> so it's it's him and him and Beast Convoy referring to each other as Beast Convoy and G1 Convoy. It's quite that's. Didn't want to want to confuse anybody. I remember that episode running on a loop on a small CRT television in a toy store once. This is, a, this is bringing back some memories. Uh, well, grats on maybe you should uh, you should continue on the Robot Master uh, journey. Get yourself Gigant Bomb and Smoke Sniper. Uh, I did just read those names, but I remember <laughs> those being a, an event when they came out. I've had um, them. I've had the molds before. I'm trying to think of like if there's, I I don't think there's like any like unique molds to Robot Masters I don't have at that point other than like Lyo Convoy, and I'm not paying that money for Lyo Convoy. Do you do you have the beast the beast guys from Robot Masters? Um, I used to have uh, a few like Beast Optimus and Megatron. Oh oh, those I used oh, sorry, to. I meant... I I used to so like okay, I okay. I know what those molds are like again I why did I sell those once upon a time, but ah well yeah those those might be worth uh, a tracking down or uh, I forgot that the laser cycles were in this briefly as well holy moly um well uh robot masters uh, are one thing but but Aaron why don't you tell me about Oh, I have no smooth way. I was just going to say, why don't you tell me about modern Transformers? We're talking about ones from two. Why don't you tell me about tra- how Transformers are doing 18 years after Robot Masters? Okay. Um, just leave it wide open like that. All right. Uh, I was going to say, one of the others uh, that I picked up uh, before the move and haven't casted since, uh, Tarantulas, as, again, one of those, like, theoretically, it shares parts with Black Arachnia. And I guess they're both spiders, so okay. But I am sure that... Like, I don't know where Black Arachnia is to compare to Tarantulas, but I don't know if many parts of that transformation are even the same. Like, they share the gun, and maybe a a thigh or a foot, maybe. But it's it's amazing that we get two spiders that are not just straight repaints. And that is bonkers to me. Yeah. But he's he is very much a tarantulas that and can do most of the tarantulas things that I would imagine a tarantulas tarantulasing. Um I would like to find him. Yeah, his he, he Yeah. I'd I would I would say try and look for him. Because I've seen you know, this so he's from, from wave two and I've seen uh knockout from wave two did not get him um have not seen the uh the whichever limb it is that's also supposed to be out in that wave wild um, rider despite seeing wild rider despite seeing um tarantulas multiple times at different stores everybody is getting the uh surprise surprise everybody's getting the combiner parts for the combiner rather than the other stuff that's in that wave uh but yeah, that that he is a a partial or or what have you of with, with uh, black arachnia is kind of bonkers to me. Um, mm-hmm. 
it makes a good spider. The the biggest thing that I continue to kind of have issues with with my little bit of desk forming that I've been doing with him is that he's got like his kneecap piece is on a like a double uh like on a dog bone piece so that he's got like articulation above and below the knee in pins and there's like a perfect alignment that you have to do between those and his foot in order to get it tucked into his spider abdomen it's just one of those very much a you do like you have to bend the top part and then the bottom part in order to get the alignments right and it's sometimes a bit of a pain like right now <laughs> uh until you get just the right alignment to then like tuck that piece in because if you don't then you're not getting his foot in because there is a very tiny peg up in there that his foot has to to tag into in order to lock together but yeah any questions about him i don't i don't know where to necessarily go with him oh i mean that's just confirming like the the general vibe i got that he's he's dead ass solid and i'm uh i would i would like mm-hmm. to find him uh i was able to find alita one naturally i'd like to find him naturally as well Apparently, at some point in time in the move, I managed to lose one of his spider legs. Ooh. Hmm. Get another one. Now seven-legged. That's that's neat. Um, maybe that's one of the partial pieces that carries over. Who knows? Um, but, yeah, he is he is definitive. I would definitively call him a solid one. Um, wish his, his, his gun doesn't quite hold in the, like hanging out the back of his abdomen way that I think it's supposed to, but I don't think black arachnia is really good for me either. So, but I actually want to say that I, I believe, yeah, I believe it's... his, his spider legs are in fact different from black arachnia now that I'm thinking about it. Cause I think I'd asked about that with someone else's, uh, like back when he was super new. This is wild. He's like, he's like, I think he's even questionably a partial at this point. Like he's like so far removed. Yeah, oh, I, I, I know that they'd said that it's a partial, which is one of the things that, like, led me to really be, like, how are, like, being able to believe that, hey, maybe Override is a partial. I don't know anymore. Yeah. So I'll have to find out, find whatever bag he got over here in and see if his leg is, his his missing um, bottom part of the leg is in one of those. But, uh, yeah, believe, he the, the way that everything clips together, together around his like thorax pieces is is pretty solid um enough that like the first time i did it i wasn't sure if it was all going to clip together right just because of how many like little little pieces um just don't quite like it's i don't know if it's very much one of those you have to be exactly you know a to B to C to D type things. And if you try and slide like between B and C instead of pivot between B and C, then it's not going to fit. Um, that's just kind of the seemingly tighter tolerances that we, you know, that go all the way back to big convoy, you know, to that whole era of, of animal, 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 uh, transformers animal. where it's, you know, you can't, you can't get away with nearly as much uh, on a creature as you can on a car. 
Mm-hmm. Let alone an alien car. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. All the alien cars look like that with really big panel gaps on one side and not the other. It's the fashion, just like <laughs> Tesla's. Yeah, you said to be there for the era where where that was the uh, the look, that was the motif. Um. Well, uh, yeah, I I, I want to find me a tarantulas. I got found the bag. Leg is. In oh, the- hey, hey! Congratulations, airhorn dot mp three, airhorn dot mp three, dot wave. Uh, I think that's all the major ones. Um, well, that seems like a. It seems like a high note to uh, to pop over to TJ and ask about that that other animated thing you'd mentioned or hinted at. So, I say animated. That's a technicality. Hmm. So I got uh, Adventure Swoop. Oh, I get you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Adventures is good. That's a that. Those were some good. That was the last gasp, one of the last gasps of Takara Tomy exclusive colorways on their release of toys. Yeah, like I think this is one of the rare times. Uh, like ever since then, it's been super rare when like Hasbro or Takara has gone like, let's just throw random color schemes on old characters and just say it's a thing. Mm. But yeah, like uh, so it's animated swoop. Released as an adventures toy, which means it has that weird poker chip Autobot symbols on it. Uh, but it is redone in black and red, gold highlights, uh, silver for uh, some details like the claws and the wings, with just a little touch of blue to, to it. So it looks kind of, kind of like a steel blue. It's a... Mm. Super pretty swoop. Like, super cool looking. Um, I'd say the joints, maybe? Like, it's been a while since I've handled animated swoop, like, to know, to remember just how, like, solid his joints were. But it does feel like they're a little bit looser than I remember. Um, also, I forgot how weird his arm articulation is. Because he's got that like oh, shoulder, yeah. he's got that shoulder armor, that shoulder pauldron that that uh, swivels forward. But then you've got a ball joint that goes out sideways, so his arms can go outward, and then a weird like inner elbow for another ball joint. Like it's a it's a goofy little like it's a goofy system. Like I I totally forgot his arms worked weird. Uh. I mean, I remember there, that his uh, his weapon was odd too, but I, I can't remember if the adventures version came with it or not. Well, his his original was a uh, ball and chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, like a big, uh, big like lava mace essentially. Uh, the the adventure version does not come with any weapon. Like okay. that's that's how they got it into like the warrior budget. It's just like yeah, it's just it's an animated figure, so aesthetically, kind of fits in. Uh, you just don't get to have, you just don't get to have his weapon is all. It's like, be happy enough that, what would this be? Like seven years later, we're releasing, re-releasing an animated toy. Right. Like you, don't, right. don't start complaining. <laughs> hey, hey, it adds to the Dinobots, right? Yeah, exactly. 
So yeah, it's just a it's a it's a curiosity. It's a curiosity piece, but it's still a good toy, and it looks so nice in these colors. Yeah, no, I, I remember. I remember digging it. Did, did they not release? Um, uh, I forgot which one now. The, they, the Stumpy Triceratops one. S- Snarl. Yeah, they yeah, were, yeah, the, yeah. They they did him in like the 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 toy only purple colors from the Age of Extinction. Oh right. No, so I think I have that one too. Um, yeah, that's when the Age of Extinction uh, uh, Power Rangers team was like the colorway that people were looking to. I forgot about that era. Yeah, I think I've, I think I've got both of those. I got to double check. But uh, oh no, uh, Gratz also just yeah on, on uh, reacquiring some animated goodness, whether or not it was under the right branding or sub branding. Um, Aaron, uh, you've got, uh, you've got, uh, another Velocitronian, uh, that I have, I have personally eyeballed a few times cause I really want him, but he's leader class. Yeah. And Scourge is, uh, it, if you've already got the laser Optimus prime and you're not really stupid for Scourge. I'd say Scourge is a is a, is an easy one to pass up on. But but did you see um, did you see it, the thing where you can swap the magenta parts in the shoulders and it makes them both look better? Yeah, yeah. I I saw somebody that had done that, and and if I wasn't all mid move and everything, I'd probably think about doing that myself. Um, I'm not sure where Laser Prime is, and I'm not actually sure where Scourge is. All of the others made it into the box of stuff that's in here in the office, but Scourge did not. So he exists somewhere. Eh, maybe in ten years, when I find them both at the same time, I'll think about doing the the swap. Um, but yeah, he's very much that same Laser Optimus Prime. Nothing, nothing seemed better or worse about him as I was as I was messing with them. Makes me question yeah. some of the trailer stuff again, but yeah. Like he he's one that like I think it'd be fine, very fine as a like a Voyager Plus type of thing, especially for like since that Velocitron line's kind of its own thing and its own price points. Like moving him to a a less expensive class. They make big air quotes around the microphone. Um, to like leave the trailer behind would not be a loss at all. Um. Mm. Hope, hopefully they do that with this mold or some variation there of it. Um, even though the legs are like the ninth time those legs have been used in one form or another. Uh, but he still has the same frustrating kind of hidden chest flip around itself eight times in order to line up right. It's, it's the same mold. I don't, I don't, I don't know what else to say. It's, <laughs> it's that same mold. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I I mean he's leader class cuz it's a leader class design but like oh man like it's such a neat looking box on the shelf but also in Canada they, that means he's like 70 80 bucks and I'm like Ugh. oh boy I don't really want to I want to mm-hmm. be gifted one please world thank you um I'm always keeping an eye on it though if it ever goes on like rollback or stuff up here like I'd be I'd be really easily tempted cuz I want to I want to do the magenta part swap on the shoulders uh so yeah, 
Uh, are, do you think you might go for, like, uh, if it lines up with the convention or whatever, you might go for the Repro label set or something for him to, to amp up the teal, I think it is? Uh, maybe. Yeah, if Repro label shows up at another convention, since they weren't at, you know up in Canada for Canadian reasons. Um, but, yeah, something like mm. that. I think it'd be a, it potentially would be an improvement, but then it's... You know, I, I wouldn't tell somebody to go buy a leader class thing and then also buy a bunch of stickers in order to have something unless again, unless like if you really dig Scourge, um, then that black and teal look like it's it's a good Scourge. Uh, but as a as a, a, a comparison thing, if you already have the prime and you're trying to be better about not buying the same mold like seven times. Uh, it's it's a I, I would pick the the color way that you like the most mm. yeah one of these days I think I might but yeah it, it's hard um he's he is a bunch he's a lot he invites upgrade kits it's all it's a whole uh it's a whole trail of, of bullet points that make me tug at my collar um well, uh, TJ, if I may tug at your collar uh, for a second, you got anything else uh, on your end, Transformers-wise, you want to talk about? Uh, for on-topic stuff, that's pretty much it for me. All right. Well, uh, I managed to deftly turn my mic off right before I let out a hella sneeze. So just pat myself on the back for that. Uh, and while I do that, uh, Aaron, you've got another leader class, but one that's far more enticing to me. What with him being not a repaint. Uh, I want to know how he turned out in your eyes. Yeah, Blitzwing is, uh, I actually got him, like, yesterday, so I've not had a ton of time with him going back and forth. Blitz, I'm very confused and conflicted by Blitzwing, because it seems like we've had multiple variations of him, and this is the g one Blitzwing, I think, of all of them, um, what with the just like tank turret hanging off the bottom of him one way and a jet cockpit sticking out of him as a tank. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be my like elevator pitch version of, of this Blitzwing is about the most g one version. Um, he's got the, the one thing that frustrated me for a little bit that I had to get figured out was that he has his um you t- so his his thrusters as the jet become his like they split in half and become the f- like his toes and his heel mm-hmm. and then one of the steps is you take his vertical stabilizers um when he's a robot and you tab them into the side of his feet in order to make some of the the G1 blitzwing leg action and it has a very small tab that goes into a very small slot that if you're not necessarily paying attention to when you're then later trying to turn him into a jet or back into his tank mode and you don't necessarily see that those are pegged there you sit there and you 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 fight it for a little bit until you like knock it to the side in order to make those moves so um just little things like that so far he has fake little wings that you flip out that aren't his jet wings that you flip out for when his his tank treads are in his backpack mode um that are like little vestigial wings for for shape's sake 
uh, on the toy, which I appreciate. Um, you know, those few extra little touches that you can do um, at the leader price point. His Rock'em Sock'em Robot Fists uh, could totally <laughs> be written off, and I'd be absolutely fine with it. Uh, they super feel like... I mean, again, I guess they're part of the whole, like, clearer weapons that could do other things and combine aspect of the play pattern. Um, but they also just kind of feel like they're... Like, like it makes it feel like maybe he wasn't quite up to, like, leader part count or or size or complexity or something and so they went oh let's add in these extra four giant plastic pieces that look kind of like hands or maybe like rocket pods i guess maybe if you squint at it kind of hard and you put it on the tank a certain way um, i've been uh, bummed to hear that those things don't have very good fit for a lot of folks uh, on his uh, robot mode arms yeah, I I hadn't actually done that part of it yet. I hadn't made Rock'em Sock'em Fists because I didn't want Rock'em Sock'em Fists, ultimately. <laughs> uh, I put them on his jet as, like, giant jet out-the-back booster things, and they looked kind of bleh, and I tried to put them on the tank to be, like, the tank, like the auxiliary rocket pod sometimes that you'll see on the exterior of tanks, and it just looks bleh. They're, it, it's like they're 40% too large. Uh for for all for all, all the things that it wants you to do with them and it's just kind of yeah it just feels like it's there to be extra parts count okay yeah it's a bummer because i want to i wanted to champion those things and i i just constantly get get told by folks who also in some cases folks who also wanted to champion them who are like yeah it just didn't turn out yeah i mean it's it's a mess and i don't know if it's and again, it's one of those things, it's like, okay, at a certain point, like, everything that they're doing for the toy, I'm not necessarily the target demo for, you know, it's still a children's toy at some level, and maybe that just slams with the 8 to 12 crowd, and I'm four to five times past that point, so who knows. Yeah. Um... I still want to find me a Blitzwing. Uh, he's starting to show up in Canada, and I ain't seen one yet. Because uh, I'm also... I want to mess with him. I like triple changers. I'm down with the Blitz bump. You know, mm -hmm. the... the, the, the th yeah, like, all, all of those things I'm I'm happy with. I like him. I, I, I'm even fine with the, like, all of the tank parts that hang out underneath the jet. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's very clear that, like, you could knock out a peg or whatever on on a bunch of this underhang and have a cleaner jet in the end but like that's also not necessarily what blitzwing was in g1 and if you want to be all it's it's not my g1 well this one actually kind of is so yeah it's there's a pin there and there's a pin there and yeah it's he, he could be a jet on a stand or whatever the like two or three things that were going on for a while um, but no, he had, I mean, in that chunk, he also has parts that are specific for the, like I said, for the little wing tips that sit out, um, on his backpack as a, as a robot that have a couple of interesting little, like fold piece over fold piece over to just kind of tweak in the tightness a little bit. That's, that's really good for the, the profile of him. So like he's a, he is a good toy. I just, the, the, 
you know, those extra pieces just leave me kind of puzzled mm. for some. It, it's definitely a thing that I, I feel like is a a non-designer mandate. Somebody in, in like brand or something was like, oh, yeah, why don't we add this on? And, and whoever designed this was like, <laughs> he's got to sign off on this so it's the, yeah it's yeah the fish sure. guy we can, again we can make it into we can make it into rocket pods i guess <laughs> that damn fist guy uh well uh just i guess to cap off the acquisitions inquisitions um i'll i guess i'll ask did you did you get a chance to actually play any of uh transformers the deck building game colon darkness rising I had, well, not other than Gen Con. Oh, right, right, right. We talked about that, right? Because, cause, yeah, because I got quasi-play, did 2v2 play at Gen Con with half Darkness Rising, half the Deck Builder game, and almost busted it out at, at a uh, game night that we had here. Um, but uh, then our Risk uh, Shadow Forces game went... Uh, slightly longer, and then somebody had to duck out kind of earlier. So I saw that box at my local but, game store down the street the other day, and I was like, I thought Risk was done coming out, but it looks like they are they revitalized. Nope, nope. That is that is that is a new legacy game where it has ten games where you play like classic Risk, where it's a, a world board, and then five games where it's like a tactical unit game where you have your warlord and a couple of other troops and you have some objective to do on a smaller map and then that has import Mm. um, to the greater game all right then uh, i think that takes us but that's yeah that 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 takes us out of our on-topic acquisitions inquisitions and into PulseCon, which is the uh the fresh set of reveals we we got to talk about although i do have something relevant to uh, my own still need, needing to play more of the deck building game once we get to off topic. Uh, but Hasbro PulseCon happened. Transformers which was the main part. That's the part we're going to be talking about. And uh, we got to we got to get the big highlight covered here, which is that uh, YouTube.com's own Thu Adams was hosting the pre-show for PulseCon. And as far as I can tell, I haven't watched all of it yet. I still haven't gotten to uh, to do a proper archive watch, but I saw some bits and pieces. Seemed like he was he was killing it. I got the the vibe off Twitter that there was a teleprompter involved. I can tell you that nobody can just seamlessly start reading off a teleprompter. Uh, and I, I felt like I, it looked to me like he was doing a good job. So I, I thought that was kind of amazing. That that was a level of community outreach from the Transformers brand team that I haven't seen since the tw- like twentieth anniversary edition of the DVD of the eighty six movie. When they had fan sites in on a commentary track. Uh, and this seemed like it was also a whole lot more open-ended and fun than the published version of that commentary track, <laughs> from my understanding. Uh, so I, I was, I was, uh, I was, I thought that was so freaking cool. Uh, I was going to do a bit on YouTube where I was going to pretend I was going to do a deep analysis on all of the, the reveals and just spend 20 minutes re- reviewing Thu's performance and then spend one minute rapidly clicking through toy pictures saying these look fine, but I didn't get a chance to do that. Uh, so let, let that one out here. <laughs> um, however, we did get to see some toy pictures, uh, I guess. I guess. Uh, 
how little time can we spend on like so, well, first thing we can say is it's called the the next part of legacy is called legacy evolution they still have a sick photo backdrop so hooray for that but uh, how little time can we spend talking about core class sound blaster it looks like the sound wave uh in sound blaster colors to me honestly Aaron I don't know how you're thinking how you feeling about this all right, TJ. Though, what about you? Are you here to? You got any anything to conflict us here with? Or, uh... Nope. Oh no! I said I said core class sound blaster, and TJ fell asleep. <laughs> I literally <laughs> said no. Oh, okay. I, I know. Didn't catch that. <laughs> I know. Oh. Noise gated it, out. It, it... <laughs> yeah, it was so quick that Discord noise gated you out. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Thanks for playing along, Discord. <laughs> let's get to, let's get to the the new. You know what? I'm happy about this. Uh, but let's get to the uh, the other core class stuff. They revealed the first two core class Dinobots, and they also revealed that, guess what? Everything's got to be a little complicated. So the core class Dinobots are also going to be a combiner, because uh, they one of them that they revealed turns into the top of a torso and straight up has a Volcanicus head sculpt in there somewhere. So obviously, seems likely, if toys ever get redecoed, sure seems like Dino King was also made of a bunch of Dinobots. These Dinobots seem like they are combining in a very monstructor way. They said there's six of them. Seems pretty Dino King to me. And and if you know your Dinobots, then you can take a guess at who the sixth member is, I think is how they said it, how they phrased it. There are I mean, still you, many ways that that could be answered. Yeah. If you know if you know your Dinobots and or leaks and or your uh your Dino Force, you can probably put it together. I was going to say, if you know your Dinobots, you know at least three or four other characters the sixth one could be. Uh, I haven't I haven't kept up with the leaks. But yeah, the, the Monstructor Dino King side uh, is probably how one could suss it out. I didn't actually think of looking at that. I was like, I was so, like you know, I'll just ride this out. So, so, all, so the dinosaurs for the Dinobots pretty much follow the same ones that are used for Dino Force. The missing link is an Ankylosaurus, which... The oh. only one that exists is uh is the Armada repaint of Bazooka. And that's literally the only one. I'm pretty sure it's not gonna be Slapper. If they really said if you know your Dinobots and then it becomes if, if that turns out to be what it is, I'm gonna I'm gonna say, you know what? You went too obscure. Stop trying so <laughs> hard. <laughs> I mean Every I mean, everyone thought you meant paddles. <laughs> uh, I mean, I I won't but, I won't argue. Like my favorite dinosaur finally gets to be a proper Dinobot. Yes, give me that. Oh yeah, and, and expanding the team, you know, adding to paddles, adding to to uh, uh, slash. slash, um, adding to the two headed one whose name has now just escaped me. Strafe, um, strafe. Thank you, thank you. I was just having both two headed ones are strafe. Both strafes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very cool. Now this is now now, and then they get different art put on the side of the box. Yes, hooray! <laughs> uh, oh man, I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, that's a that's a whole thing. Go look up what happened with strafe someday. Uh, that was a good time in the in the twenty tens. The actual toys uh, are demonstrably suffering a bit for being combiners. However, I don't disagree with the notion that we just got 
three of them as leader class toys, and maybe it's okay that these ones are focusing on a funny little gimmick. I do think it is really neat how Sludge's legs are so implied. It's very neat. It's like, it's like the concept of what they're doing is easy to write off as like, oh, look at this, this fake, fake parts in the legs. But the way that they're doing it with the weird, like the floating thighs is like kind of smart if that was the task you were given, right? Is you have to do this. Uh, so you have these parts that line up to look like they're his legs. But if you look at them from the right angle, you're like, wait a second. But that's attached to that and not attached to that. What the hell is going on? Um, I, I, I kind of like these. I, the only bummer about these for me is that core class is like 16 bucks in Canada or 17 bucks in some places in Canada, which means you need to get a better exchange. So rate. The six, let's say 16. Let's be kind. 16 times six. That is after taxes. After taxes, that is a $100 combiner. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And that's like, oh man! Even here, it's going to be a like a seventy dollar combiner. After that's taxes. a leader class toy, and the creeping creeping markups. That's a leader yeah. class toy. That's kind of rough. If these were ten bucks each, but that's also going to be over. That's also going to be over like three waves. True. So it's not going to be all at once. That's that's true. Trying to find some 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 clouds in the lining. Some some silver linings in these clouds. The, for you. the silver lining is tarnished slightly in that each individual one is going to be sixteen bucks in tax, and also compromised for a combiner mode. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I really I think these are cool. I think these are coming out at an unfortunate time, much like the War for Cybertron toys did, or sorry, the uh, Fall Cybertron toys did. Um, where there's there's not a good way for these to arrive right now. They 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 came out at the wrong time in history, and it's not their fault. I guess if these were entities that were alive. Uh, but, uh, Aaron, how are you feeling about the, uh, the core class Dinobot debut here? Uh, was like, I basically came into, to PulseCon kind of blind. Um, and I, I was certainly, uh, excited for it. Um, I, I think it's interesting. I think having them be a, a combiner, uh, a six part combiner at core class. I mean, when was the last time that we got, small combiners like abominous that. was it the uh, abominous yeah i think yes the the last um uh toys r us exclusive i ever bought in the u.s yeah was that a bomb that like clear abominous abominous pack uh so it's been a while since we've had a small scale combiner mm-hmm. um and i'm i'm interested to see how it how it plays out here um, when later waves come along, I do like that they've gone for two parts that combine immediately in the first wave rather than getting yes. like a leg and an arm or something. And then like, you know, I keep saying like you're tired. Uh, and then, you know, in five months we find out, Oh my gosh, here's a hip piece. Maybe these combine, yeah. and then the third or the fourth one has a four or six on the box. It's like, oh, um, so you know, having the two pieces that come together right off the bat is 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 a great way to then get future product hype for the oh. other four because then it's limb. limb this limb, this limb. is even better. Um, this was on the designer Instagram. The combiners use five millimeter ports, so with these two. And some fossilizer bits, you can already make a dino combiner. 
Oh yeah. Uh, they they got some photos of him up on the I, gram. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll have to I'll have to check that out. That makes it even more kind of compelling then yeah. because yeah because then you have your your fossilizers or your any of your other eyesers out there to to glom onto them and maybe make these two be the core of the next kind of crazy. And then I took eight of these and made a giant skeletal thing. Uh, when you actually have a thing that's built to be the core of something. Yeah, that that is the silver lining to me of these coming out is like it's kind of expensive. It's going to be like, you know, 30 some bucks for the two of them. But I also then have a new thing to work with all of the five millimeter Iser stuff they've been doing for the last like, you know, several years, several lines. And there, there's something to it. The fi- leaning into five millimeter is was is a genius idea for this project uh, to make it playable and and to bring life to the fossilizers, especially who deserve more love because they were really well done in my opinion. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm I am looking forward to this regardless. I also am looking forward to seeing uh, which ones of these have elbows. Uh, it was pointed out immediately uh, by the Hasbro folks that like in the case of these two. They don't have elbows, uh, but in, especially in the case of Sludge, his hips are the combiner load-bearing hips, so they kind of had to focus on him in a certain way. Um, and they got universal shoulders, which is, if you can't do elbows, at least give me universal shoulders and I'm fine. Uh, and they got that going on. Uh, TJ, how are you feeling about the uh, the core-class Dinobots here? So, um, they're looking for what they are. I like how they look. Like yeah, obviously they are suffering because of the of the combining. I feel like that is because they are forming the torso. They've got the most to handle. Um, I feel like the other four just being mm. limbs are probably going to be a lot nicer and cleaner than these four, than these two. Uh, mm-hmm. but I I think it's the right move. Uh, hype wise, just because uh, this way they could actually show off what the torso looks like and. When you see where Slug's head ends up, like, okay, you you can pretty much see where they're going with this eventually. So, you know, it, it's a nice way of getting everyone excited, not only for these to be released, but also for, yes, an eventual Dino King release, which is incredibly obvious here. Um, but it's a fun, it's fun, mm. you know, like, and I, I totally agree. Like, we just got, you know, we're in the we're we're like smack dab in the middle of all these leader class Dinobots. If they want to do like a little desktop size version, perfectly fine. And yeah, it's perfect time to just do something weird. They haven't done anything weird like this in a long time, so like I I kind of appreciate this. Yeah, and I mean it's almost funny that like you know at the, the Walmart Collectors Con they they're like also Galaxy Shuttle, and it's like okay okay, you can just say you're doing Dino King now. <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah, either you're doing Dino King or this is real weird. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what's going on if you're not doing Dino King. By the way, by the way, your star sabers are shipping out soon. <laughs> if you want any, if you want anything yeah, exactly. else to go with them at right, just the right time. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> and then at the end of the day, like, Dino, you guys actually thought we were doing Dino King. No, we're doing a full retool to Monstructor. We do big money moves here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's going to be a thing to uh, to watch uh, play out over twenty uh, twenty three. Uh, I'm curious to see the limb modes. I'm, I think it's also neat that like because of what they're probably doing, uh, Grimlock is not part of a torso, which is also kind of for the better in this situation because you don't have to like put the T Rex head in the middle because otherwise, what are you going to do with it? Uh, you get to have a more dynamic head, a more pre- a more uh, Voltron Predaking style uh, chest head. But uh, Legacy Evolution, this also brings us to Deluxes, who, uh, on the whole, have a new packaging style worth mentioning, the straight jacket style, where uh, the, the plastic windows are gone, and now also the cardboard backer is the cardboard fronter, uh, as you can, uh, Hotshot is actually the easiest one to see this on in the packaging shot. Uh, instead of figuring out how do we get this guy kind of half melded into a cardboard sheet so you can still see a lot of him. It's like, what if, uh, what if we just put the, the nice cardboard sheet in front of him so you can just see his face and his chest? And, uh, at this point, I'm kind of like, maybe you can just do the closed box at this point. Like, I feel <laughs> like you're, you're a half step away from it. And it's, it's weird. I have a theory. I have a theory. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a theory that the, the packaging samples that we saw aren't finals. Uh yeah, I I have I have a theory that this is a last minute change, and they were not prepared to completely redo the packaging to uh, account for all the <laughs> stolen heads on deluxes that are out there. Yeah, I've I've, I've heard a, a bunch of various theories. I I think it's just funny. Um, <laughs> it's because because they they've said uh, on on record in one of the Q and A calls the reason why Transformers hasn't gone to fully sealed boxes on everything is because the stuff that is kid affordable kids still enjoy and so they they want to have the toy visible for the sake of kid customers and that makes sense. It's just like in, on some of these, yeah, it's like <laughs> this seems like something changed at the last second and and it's like you guys are showing the some of the toy but. <laughs> Maybe, for, maybe just just seal it up now. <laughs> for me, for me, it's like like the backing design or f- fronting design. I don't know what we're calling this. This I call uh, it if, fronting. It's fronting. The, in, insert. the insert. It it, it looked like if you, you put. I kind of hope something from from Legacy Year One gets re released in Evolution as just a wave filler, so it looks like like the Homer Simpson GIF backing into the bush. <laughs> I mean that's what but, Hotshot that's what Hotshot and uh and who is it uh I was just looking at them. Uh Hotshot and Needlenose. Needlenose is the other one <laughs> where it's like they're like they're like Hannibal lectured into that into that package. But no, no, uh, it like literally looks like like because the art style on that on that insert does like absolutely nothing. It it's just like a generic description. Like it's yeah. definitely kind of, it yeah, it's it's not like like it was like 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 a bang effect or something. Okay, like it's like some radiant effect coming off the center. Fine, but it's literally just generic back design, which is why I think, oh yeah, like this was like a last minute change. They were not planning this. I really wish, and I think this would actually be over budget because you'd have to be printing a special one for each one, rather than just die cutting. It would be so funny if they had like artwork Photoshop painted. Uh, the rest of the robot on there, like the arms and the lower body. <laughs> I would have really liked that. <laughs> oh my god! They can just do it with stickers for Legacy Part Three. 
Yeah, with stickers. Yes, with stick Legacy Part 3, please continue this, but then paint the rest of the robot on digitally and have that be printed on the fronter. Cause oh, I, that'd be I just so want to know what that would look like. I just want to know what that would look like. I think it'd be funny. Uh, anyway, they, these packages have toys in them. Uh, TJ, I did want to start off with you here for the one that was clearly, this is, uh, you know, another one of those reckonings, uh, for you to, to, comment on here we got uh, yeah. armada universe hotshot mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. who has come full circle uh and like this is the vibe i got off this one he looks when he's posed he looks very specifically like a cross between the animation model and like the 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 non-transforming action figure hotshot that had come out and i forgot under what line it had come out in mega but, like, scf yeah, he's like Mega SCF Hotshot crossed with Animation Hotshot as a transforming toy. And it's, I had an uncanny valley moment looking at him posed in robot mode. It was just so odd. Uh, but I do love it because like we've completed mainline deluxe G1 RC. She is done forever. I am just asserting. And I feel like that is what they're doing with this hotshot. They're like, we need to close the circle. We need to finish this saga of modern post 2004 hotshots happening uh so i'm curious how you're feeling about this one so it's definitely the best looking hotshot that we've gotten uh i am surprised that they worked the axel zuka gimmick in i'm surprised that he has the visor to drop down he's got the engine gun like short of a minicon he's doing just about everything the original armada toy can like there's like even room to believe that maybe like the chainsaws in the front uh, for the, for the like the feet flipping out for the vehicle are potentially going to work um mm. i have my concerns um i'm concerned with how big that backpack is considering it's got a giant like fully axled uh cannon in the back with folding engineering um like I, I could use like a little, like uh, I mean, there's little things, like he's missing some yellow from his arms, like because there's no vehicle kibble going there. Okay, fine, whatever. The thing I notice about all the stock photos, Takara's included, is that none of them are doing any kind of real knee bending. Like even if you go through the photos that we've got of all the stock photo pictures, you know the legs mostly stay straight. And it's because he's got these huge chunks of kibble in the back of his legs that are not allowing those to go uh, for much of a bend. That part concerns me. So I'm I'm concerned mostly with just like how stable he's going to be to pose around. Hmm. Uh, like beyond that, yeah, yeah. Like he's uh as good of a hot shot as I've ever seen. So you know. Yeah, during the the presentation, I was waiting for the and one more thing of them pulling out a minicon <laughs> because just the 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 blatantly clear space that's mm-hmm. there for it, the fact that he's got what looks like a minicon peg there for it, like I I was waiting for that, and then when they showed the box like front and back, and it didn't have like. Hot Shot Plus, whatever his minicon was named, but I'm pulling a blank right now. Or 
like a spot on the, the the back of the box that clearly this is where that minicon would be that that would have been like such the oh one more thing out of a out of an apple presentation <laughs> um but yeah i i i'm excited for this <clears throat> just because it's it is so armada just so many of the, the like again the like the the overall like character shapes is mm-hmm. straight from armada yeah i am uh, i am hoping that we get it i really hope they do some kind of post false con q a so that we can also maybe corner them a little bit and go like so you are sending one to aaron archer right like we because we've, we've had this discussion about people less connected to transformers and aaron archer still connected but obviously aaron archer is super connected y- y'all are sending him one right like y- you should unless he doesn't want it i don't know uh yeah my my main thing about him other than stuff we've talked about already is i think it's funny that he may be more articulated than legacy point blank so armada hotshot out articulating a fellow toy in his own price point seems like a moment to me um but yeah, I'm curious if they might be thinking of doing like a core class two pack for minicons or something, something to like in the MicroMaster slot I, that got I, sort of taken over. I think I think they did say at some point that as as long as we keep going deeper into our moda, we're going to have to consider minicons somehow, and that does seem like right on for core class. I. Th- it, yeah. it feels it just feels dirty considering like we're looking at like point blank and needle nose getting their target masters and hot shots just there holding his engine. You know what I'll say though? I think hot shot came out for the better in that deal. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, he's not I, sacrificing I don't think those target masters are Yeah, I think I think needle nose and, and point blank are sacrificing stuff for target masters who don't look very good. Uh and I, I, I truly, I think Hotshot is like maybe made the better deal of like, no, buddy, you stay at home. You can join Legacy when, hey, when you get your own package toy, and all the mini cons are like beep 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 beep, and in that they're swearing at him, and he's like, no, no, listen, go just go look at the dual target masters. You'll know what I'm talking about. They go to look, and the, all the mini cons are like, yeah, let's just hang out. <laughs> we can chill for a second. Uh, the sculpts are good on the dual target masters. It's just like, boy, they are literally G1 target masters with modern bot mode sculpts. Just hanging out. Um, speaking of needle nose, uh, our long national nightmare since was it 2013 when this started, or was it a couple years later when they were bandying the idea of hey, what about son? If you if you guys want to vote for some toys, what about needle nose? And then uh, for for an entire trilogy, it's like well, they they, they touched on almost everyone else. Surely they're gonna they're gonna do needle nose as well. No, no, okay. Uh, Needle Nose finally <laughs> has shown up. Uh, I think he looks really good. I think he looks better than Point Blank. I think that Point Blank really somehow suffered something trying to come to life. Uh, Needle Nose looks like a fully featured robot. I've seen talk about how he's wearing like so much of his jet mode on his back, and it's like, A, you are correct, but B, I don't feel like that really hinders Needle Nose in my eyes. Have you uh, seen the original Needle Nose? He's not. He's not coming from some pedigree of you know magic transformation transformers, and like that's not meant to be like. And thus, they have to do nothing about it. But like, I think he wears it fine in robot mode. Like, I, I didn't really feel like it was uh, an overhanging you know mega backpack the way I'd seen it talked about. 
in some spots. He's probably suffering waist joint wise. Um, like he's clearly got one, but I'm curious about the clearance. Otherwise, the head sculpt looks great. Double jointed elbows. This, this MF can curl. Uh, yeah. I was going to say for his waist, it looks like, um, from the, the turnaround that they did, I'm, I'm pretty sure that it's, that his his waist is plenty clear from the rest of the backpack. Okay, I didn't see the turnaround. Like it's, it I I it looks like his his wings also have like a pin fired, like lengthwise, like parallel to his spine, because there's a couple of like angle breaks in there. Oh, I see. And it's just that they have his they have his wings displayed outwards for profile, where I'm pretty sure that like if you wanted to, you could probably angle them up a little bit in order to give more like arm and and hip room in order to do whatever you'd like to do with them i mean it's just a matter of you know you've got you've got art copy and you've got uh like just the 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 turnaround pose standing there but i mean even in the turnaround pose they have them in a kind of deep squat with no evidence of uh of like the hot glue or or anything on him so oh hell yeah and I'm, I'm down with it because in general like this guy looks like a, a you know a, a low-key winner for me as far as like just good wave one deluxe uh and he's he's pulling he's, he's able to ride out having the two target masters without suffering i think a ton um and yeah like if those if those wings i see what you mean now the angle cuts if those wings can flap back a bit that is as the kids say extremely pog champ uh, so I'm, uh, I'm, I'm in, I'm into that. Um, had a friend visiting who, who works with kids and was telling me what the kids are saying. And so I, I decided, what if I, what if I start implementing a lot of that into my day-to-day language? That'll make me seem very cool. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm into this. Uh, I mean, we touched on it a little bit here, but Aaron, uh, how are you feeling about Needle Nose? Uh, I think he looks good. Uh, different, a little bit different. Uh, layout from most jets that we've been getting as of late. Uh, so like that'll be a a a breath of fresh air, maybe that he's he's something different rather than just the same combiner wars leggy collapse down into side of a thing that all curls up the same way. Yeah, he flies crotch first. Uh, I'm not. Yeah. Uh, the. The, the target masters look good. They're just target master ass target masters, as you would say. Uh, they they stack the way the double target masters are supposed to, I guess. So, like it's it's a needle nose. It, yeah, it's, it's cool that we're getting a needle nose now. Who who are left of the double tar- target masters? Uh, uh, I mean, technically quick quake with target masters. Yeah. Um. There's, All there's I have a couple other ones, I think. Yeah, quick mix. Right. Right. I have to stick up for the one I had as a kid. Yes. <laughs> and uh And yeah, I mean Quake is in Titan's Return technically, but yeah. Was it was it Landfill? Was that the original Landfill yeah. Quick Mix Scoop Needle Nose Quake Spinister. So, yeah, I had Landfill as a kid. And don't think he's gotten yeah he's not gotten anything but his original toy mm. there have been some that maybe could have been dump trucks but he was also a weird i don't know he was simplistic transformation but yeah as a double target master 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, we, we technically have... Quick Mix. We have Quake and Spinister technically. Kind of. Yeah. So, yeah, the... the Well, yeah, we got Scoop. Yeah. And... Yeah, oddly, many years ago, we got Scoop. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's nice to it's nice to see you know our national this is our na- our long national nightmare finally over. Um, TJ, mm-hmm. do you feel do you feel safe now at home, knowing that that Needle Nose is finally going to be arriving? Do I feel safe from future fan votes? Yes, I will not have <laughs> to fear checking that box by mistake. Um, the toy itself looks like at first, like I look at okay, he's wearing a lot of his jet on his back. Okay, that's. That's typical needle nose. Not a big deal. Uh, it lo- just looks like legs just rolled up underneath him. And then I I go to the turnaround. You see the back of the jet mode where there's this big purple block underneath the rear section of the jet. And that's his feet folded up together. Which makes me go, how do, how do his arms vanish? How does his head vanish? And now I'm thinking like, oh, there's actual engineering going on to this toy. There might be something here. Mm-hmm. So the more I look at him, yeah, the more interested I am getting because he does look like he's got a few tricks more than his initial photos will have you believe. Um, also, I'm sticking up for the Target Masters here strictly because uh, Sunbeam, the purple one, is for some reason sculpted with a gun of his own, which I think is kind of adorable. It's just guns all the way down. That gun turns into a robot oh, that has a gun. Oh, like a Matroshka doll. That also turns into a robot. Yes. All the way down until you're like subatomic. It gets into the quantum realm and then Ant-Man fights that one and it goes all the way back up. I do like that he's sculpted with the gun. I wish his fist holding it also got red paint on it. And Somehow it also is really highlighting how much the him and Zigzag look like cardboard standees in robot mode. Like I want, <laughs> I want to see the siege the siege style cartoon where they have to use the CAD models of these for these guys <laughs> when they're in the show. <laughs> so they just are always standing at attention in the background, slightly underlit with smoke in front of them. Uh, uh, oh, by the way, also in the deluxes, uh, this is a quick one. We can get out of the way. We go. We we finally saw the last of the Metasaur, the Stunticon bunch. It's it's breakdown. Uh, in the the those colors with that head. Um, I think the colors work a little bit better with that cape backpack. He's he is a new head redeco of Wild Rider. Apparently, at least a third of the fandom were shocked into complete disgusted shrieking at the notion of this. <laughs> I think I didn't really see much. I just caught the impression off Twitter that there was a lot of yelling about him being a retool, and and like I was kind of like, but like Dead End is a retool of Drag Strip, so I figured this guy would be a retool. Of the other one. So I I don't know where the shock is coming from, but I don't hate it. You know, if you got if you're upset, that's fine because you know I've I've heard Wild Rider is not as good as Drag Strip, so it is probably a bummer that the last one you're looking forward to is the weaker of the two designs, I guess. But uh, I was just I I was just like I thought by like by now we all would have just assumed he was a retool, but I, I don't know. I think he's fine i haven't handled wild rider yet so i have no real opinions on that um uh tj did did i did i misinterpret the situation from your connections online with what, what the chatter was because i was just 
when I heard like all oh, people are so mad about this, I was like, like I thought we assumed this already. <laughs> I I think because like the others, because like, like I I feel like it's just because like his he's so similar that it just feels disappointing mm. once we get wait here's the final one, and it's just Wild Rider again. Um, yeah. I will say it does make it super weird how much PR wanted this to be a guarded final reveal. Because <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like, but we all kind of guessed. And then the more you guarded the reveal, the more we started to go like, well, is, is it going to be crazy? Is something kooky going to happen? And then it didn't. And it's like, all right, you, you probably, you probably could have just debuted this with dead ends. <laughs> Because they had to hide the Evo Fusion features. True. Truth. You're right. Actually, I think you're right. Actually, I think you're right. <laughs> that that probably is it. Occam's Razor. That is probably it. Uh, they couldn't. They couldn't show off the box because then you'd know that it was whatever. Even though they said like, "Hey, yeah, we specifically made this box legacy." Like how they he used some very like corporate brand language to be like we're ke- we kept the the line thing across a, a wave so that you have all legacy box and it's not legacy evolution for one box for some uh some um oh crap the um glacial lord where the like fifth oh, part was yeah. the korean <laughs> box or whatever i mean okay it's like no, a third par- a third party's already done that gag on us. We can't we can't do that too. Yeah, I I I I guess I guess that makes it. You know, I like that he uses his rear spoiler as an axe. I think that's cool, and I I do think the colors make that backpack look way better on him. Uh, just like it, it blends together a bit more. I, I Aaron, like Aaron TJ. Do you have any any major reactions to him? Like I, because he is just. I'd like to find another one of the limbs from my Minosaur to, yes. to go all together. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. Uh, he, he, TJ, he do you m- think you might pick this one up? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just going to leave my Minosaur with like half of one leg. Gives him character. Yeah. If this, if this, if this, I was going to buy all of them to finish my Minosaur, but this one's a retool, so no. I refuse. <laughs> I've Yeah. He's just gonna look like he's walking around on drywall stilts for, for all time. I don't want to downplay anyone's disappointment. It's just it felt it's like how do you put this? It's like if they put out an Optimus and also say we're doing a Nemesis Prime, and then Nemesis Prime comes out and it's the Optimus in black and teal, and people are like, I can't believe this, and it's like it's like, okay, I mean <laughs> You don't have to like the repaint. I don't. I don't know. I, I felt. I felt like I turned three pages in a novel, and I was like, I, something worse had happened, and I just didn't know what it was. Uh, I do wish there was legacy fiction to just say that the that that breakdown and Wild Rider have jetpacks because I think that would make those backpacks a lot easier to stomach. Uh, but uh, we also got the the big deluxe reveal, possibly the show stealer deluxe wise. Uh, is, uh, Scrap Hook, who is a Junkion. The big splash image for Legacy Evolution has a bunch of Junkions. Uh, and this is the dream. They took the Izers, 
they turn them into junkions who thematically work for that stuff as mechanical isers. Uh, they, they then did the one last thing to do, which is that these are just normal transformers who can break apart into pieces. You don't have to break them apart to transform them. Confirmed. Uh, that makes me hype because that also means you now have modifiable vehicle modes. Uh, you have junkions turning into bits for other junkions or other transformers. Uh, the worst part of this is that the gimmick name is Evo Fusion. And it's like, you had... I'm slapping a hand into my palm. You had a branding. And you dropped it. These should have been fusionizers or evil losizers or something. Now I can't call them isers. Because you specifically took that part out. How could you... How could Hasbro betray me, the true fan, like this? I'm mad. Uh, but also I'm overjoyed because I love Junkions, especially on the back of um, what's been going on with the Transformers TCG in fan hands of late. So uh, I am all over Scrap Hook. I do not want to troop build these uh, because they gave him a real name. So I would like them to just do redecos with new heads, please. Thank you. Um, so I think you're going to be in trouble. Go back and look at the f- at the poster. I I know what you mean. I know what you mean. That 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 shirt looks like Scrap Hook, but instead of the front of his car, he's got two motorcycle fronts. Just invert his colors and give him a new head with a faceplate or something, and then I will buy a second one. Flip their colors, but leave the heads alone. I will buy a third and a fourth one. Just you you can't give him a cool individual name and then make me troop build him. You gotta you gotta trick me. I. That's that's gonna be the target. That's gonna be the target four pack. The like yeah junk yes and it's and it's and it's not actually and it's not actually four complete ones. Well, it is, but it's just a bunch of the parts separated and loose, like they show on the back of his box. Yeah, it's just a pile. It's just a scrap pile. Yeah, a pile. I'm I am walking towards them, arms out as they point rifles at me, saying, "No, I want you to shoot me." (laughs) <laughs> Just please be creative when you do. That's all I'm asking for. His In his ad copy, Scraphook is among the most rugged bots on Junkion. His fearlessness in the face of danger and imposing physique make him a powerful ally. You made him an individual. I'm not troop building him. Just trick me. Make I want to be tricked. I'm walking into the magic show. I know what slate of hand is, but I want to feel I want to feel that childhood wonder again. So just just trick me. Repaint new heads, whatever you got to do. Uh, I love this thing. Um, I, I think this, this is a super cool idea and I hope much like the Isers, I hope there are at least two more in the pipeline. Uh, cause that, that would be such fun times. Uh, TJ, how are you feeling about, uh, the Evo Fusion Junkie on Isers, uh, hey, first member here? Considering that we have th- at least three distinct ones in the poster, I think we're good. I think we're going to get there. Um, yeah, I love this idea I mean, for starters to adapt like the the weaponizer thing for junkions makes perfect sense because thematically that's how they work uh to the fact that you can transform it without part forming but you still have the weaponizer function this is best of both worlds three that they also engineered it so that you can split them down the middle like those old like combiner micromasters and just reassemble whatever you mm-hmm. want um, I I I don't even want this as a subline. I want this as a full line. I I want an entire line of things that do this. 
like if they got all the arms, legs, and torsos to transform into modular blocks that work for like a lot of different vehicle modes, so you could just swap limbs and then the transformation just still works. Could you imagine that? That'd be so wild. Uh, like it wouldn't look the best on some of them, but just that so that it works without butting into parts too badly. I think that'd be so cool. Uh, it's it's a really exciting thing. Uh, Aaron, how how are you feeling about uh this junkie on stuff? I'll probably be getting all of them, and depending on what what madness we actually see, um, you know, probably even going for the store exclusives or the different colors of rust or or whatever. Because looking at you know looking at at a, a scrap metal scrap uh scrap hook scrap hook here, and then going back and looking at that you know the 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 movie line poster showing like a chariot version of them and one with what looks like the same front of the motorcycle, but with a sidecar and then another junk in motorcycle just by itself with a junk in writing it. If they get the junk in writing a junkie on done properly. Um, and then all of this, and then what looks like a, um, the bounty hunter. Why am I so bad oh, with lockdown. names today? Animated bounty hunter lockdown because there's like a very lockdown looking car, like all all just a car, the truck, a good motorcycle, and they all play well together with each other. What more could you want out of out out of such junkions? Like yeah, you know, just 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 feed that straight into the veins. Also, for me, if you don't want to redeco them, when you make the bike, just call it the Junkion Renegade or something. You know, give it a, a more non mm-hmm. pack in a couple heads or something. Just I want to troop build it. Just don't don't make it an individual character. It's harder for me to troop build it. <laughs> um, yeah, this is this is really exciting stuff. Uh, it, which is always it's always funny when that when something like that like kind of overshadows. What we've talked about, and honestly, what we're gonna, about to talk about to top this off, uh, Scraphook did really kind of steal the show a little bit. Um, also, a lot of people say he looks like Mater from Cars. I've never seen Cars, but that's the the pickup truck from Cars, and it's like, okay, sure, they're both pickup trucks and they're brown. I guess we're. I, I never saw Cars. I did go to a convention once where I sat in on the reading of a pornographic Cars fan fiction, mostly because I wanted. To, I, I wanted okay. to know how that would work, basically. I was like, how would you do that with the cars from Cars? Uh, and the spoiler is that they cheated and Mater grew tentacles. And I was like, well, this is BS. I am leaving. This is uh, uncreative uh, dross. Uh, that you just you, uh, Anything can become pornographic fan fiction if it grows tentacles. Absolute cheating. Anyway, um... We got Voyagers to talk about. Uh, we talked about, uh, Lo- I must, yeah, Leo Prime is his, uh, North American name, but we talked about Lao Convoy. Voyager Leo Prime, uh, new Voyager Lao Convoy, um, might be following in the, in the path of some of the kingdom toys of taking some of the masterpieces tricks, but just being a more fun toy than the masterpiece. Uh, cause I have not heard a single really glowing review of masterpiece Lao Convoy ever since it came out. Uh, and some people I think have forgotten that that actually exists. Masterpiece Lyo Convoy. 
but this one uh, looks like it, it's it's reaping some of the benefits of like figuring out how to how to stick in the main turning into a bunch of guns and stuff like that. Um, I feel no spinny gimmick on the maid, no sale. Yeah, BS. We're the true fans. <laughs> we we we're looking for this. If that if that little chest panel can't open to show me a little matrix sculpted on his peck, then was why even release this? Uh. What, what what's the point? I, I think this looks all right. I think Lyo Convoy is inherently a very hard toy to do because his original toy was very good, um, and it's really easy to kind of. I feel like it's easy to have hubris designing Lyo Convoy, where you're like, "This is straightforward. We can do this." And then like you you feel that way so much to a fault uh, that something goes awry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this looks fine. I, I just feel guilty that like you know I'm I'm so spoiled as a Transformers fan that we're doing a new Lyo Convoy in a main line, and, and we're not BSing it at all. It literally, it's Lyo Convoy. And I'm like, well, that's neat. Because uh, <laughs> I, I kind of just blinked at this one and was like, yeah, cool. But that was about it for me. Um, Aaron, how are you feeling about Lyo Convoy? Uh, I think he he's interesting. Um, I saw a lot of comments that the lion face looked weird. Uh, and I kind of agree with it. It looks like it's kind of elongated in an odd way. I don't know if that has something to do with just the mane and the kind of pose that they went for. Um, maybe it's the fact that he's like white with a golden mane, so it makes it doesn't looks like the two things are completely disconnected as a creature. I think the eyes um, are not helping, but yeah, yeah, like. You need the little dots on there to make it look like eyes or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Leo Convoy, Leo Prime is is always a kind of uh, like odd layout of a, of a robot into animal thing anyway with the way that it, like parts of his torso have to turn 90 degrees and others don't. Mm-hmm. So I'll be interested to see the uh, the the final toy when people get to get hands on with it. Yeah, uh, I, I am interested to see, like, mostly, like, what is in the torso mechanism, because uh, I, I, it looks like the panel does open on his his chest plate. I'm sure it's in there, but I want to I want to see it open. Uh, TJ, how are you feeling about uh, Lyo Convoy's uh, latest North American return? So I, I feel like it might be a little underwhelming because it literally is just Lyo Convoy again. Like it doesn't mm. look like there is a single twist or new trick or anything. It literally just looks like they did Lyo Convoy at, you know, like a modern Voyager, and that's pretty much it. Um, it doesn't look like it's missing anything outside of missile launchers, which you know I don't really care for anymore, to be honest. Like, like the ridiculous mm-hmm. amount of guns come out of the main. That's good. Um, he's got his, he's got his claw tonfas. That's fine. It does look like he has a matrix that open that you can actually like open a panel for. Uh, yeah, like he, he looks like a fine, just modern budget rendition of Lyo Convoy. And then, 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 yeah, that lion face that just, I'm sorry. it, It looks like he was chasing Jerry around and got hit by a frying pan. It's just it's too flat. It's like that. Like I, that. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of see what you mean. Like uh, it, it's like, like a it's very su- flattened nose. Yeah, like it's supposed to. Yeah, like it, it's it's 
I, I like I, just to make sure I remember a, what a lion looks like. I have to. I had to look up a lion when I saw this thing. Like yeah, like that that nose is supposed to go much farther forward than that. Like we've done. Yeah, it, it's it's like he's he's looking like up through his eyebrow, like through his brows or something. It's like I said, it's like the arrangement or orientation. Like maybe if his mane was further back and it didn't look like he was peeking up or something. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's odd because there's no, nothing is demanding that the snout not poke out more because that just chills out on his shoulder the whole time. Yeah, so it's not for clearance or anything. It's that's weird. It just bugs me. We've done this toy three times before. Across Masterpiece, uh, Beast Wars Two, and Hey Robot Masters, hey, and okay. and we still didn't. And we how how did he not get it right on the fourth attempt? Yeah, it's it's odd also and this is this is more just the the base design that they're working from they they would need to you know be untrue to the design for this i he has two big lion legs just hanging off his elbows and they just look like they're hanging off the elbows and like it really is not my thing uh i know that that is design truth going on there but like i'm you can lie to me about that one you can have him do something a little bit cooler because they're, they're just chilling down there <laughs> in the white backdrop um, stock photo. Like one of them is even drooping on the red armature a little bit. And it's like, oi, tighten that up a little bit there. Uh, that, that ligament is, is dangling. Um, nice head sculpt, though, and, uh, and solid colors. Uh, this Voyager is vastly overshadowed by the other Voyager, which uh, is the first mainline transforming figure of Tarn from uh, the Transformers comic books. Uh, literally comic universe Tarn. Blur didn't even get that for the Velocitron 500. Um, and it is it is Tarn turning into the Tarn tank. Uh, does all the basic stuff you would expect Tarn to do. The worst thing I can say about this toy, I don't necessarily feel this way, but I don't disagree with it, is that uh, there is a slight flatness to a, his delivery by virtue of being a mainline Voyager. Uh, the thing I didn't notice till it was pointed out is that on his outer shoulder treads, there is a sculpted fake wheel that usually would be a small fake wheel to let the treads roll, but it's part of the molded piece. But, it you know, processes happen in a, sometimes in a certain way whereby that wheel now exists as part of the molding on the tank tread, and it's weird. Um, I think he looks fine. I think he looks fun. Uh... When I did see the crit, though, of like he just is a little bit, a little bit flat and a little bit underbaked in some spots, you know, by virtue of being a 2022 Voyager, I was like, you are not incorrect. I think he still looks good, uh, and I think the transformation looks like it's going to be engaging. Um, I'm still excited about this one coming out for various reasons, but uh, I would say that I could see this one being a miss for some folks. G Axis was like that for some folks too, where it's like. If you don't love that G-Axis got a toy, you could look at G-Axis and kind of go like, this, this dude looks a little funny. His alt mode looks a little bit funny. A lot about him looks a little bit funny. <laughs> and with Tarn, it's kind of like... At least with Tarn, I think there's more loud, straight-up, like, cool guy stuff going on with him. But I could see that. All that said, though, uh, I really like that the tank mode is the right shape. Uh, 
the transformation is not like the hardest thing in the world, but I feel like they did hit a lot of the notes pretty well. So I'm I'm looking forward to this one coming out. I really like that all six chunks of tread are there in the right spots on the robot mode, uh, and they're not faked. Like those are the actual ones from the alt mode. I I really like that. Um, TJ, how are you feeling about uh, Voyager Tarn? So I didn't read any of the discourse about why this is not as great as I think it is because I think this looks really really great. Um, yeah, to be. Yeah, yeah, Tarn doesn't have the most complex transformation. So the fact that like it they could just you know focus in and make this thing look really good, I think helps it a lot. Um I know he looks mm-hmm. great like you said. Like his treads are in the right spots. Uh like, you know, as far as I can tell, like he like it's it's not it's not one of it's not like a it's not a prime bulk. It's not like a legacy bulkhead thing where I'm like I'm struggling to find the original character. Like no, it's just straight up Tarn. You know, probably about as good yeah. as I think Hasbro could do at this budget level. And they pointed this out in the behind the scenes thing, and I think it's really worth mentioning. He's completely solid. Like there's no hollowed thighs, there's no hollowed forearms. He's just as he's like old school, mm. like solid built. And that's a that's a huge plus. Like the feel in him should be really good. Also, super clean backpack. Uh, there's like no kibble on this guy whatsoever. He's just super lean and doing things right. And I love that. You know, and like I'm really excited to see how this feels considering it's literally like kind of what I've been asking for. Like, like, okay, like I, I wanted to, uh, like I've been missing like that solid feel to a lot of Transformers these days. I want to have this guy in hand. I like, I feel like he's going to be like right up mm-hmm. my alley. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and I, I think that like, uh, how do you put it? Like that, that solidity is going to be a huge part of this that is not like visible in photos. I was just looking at more, more of the photos of him. I think the only real thing I'm worried about is his shoulders when you move them outwards. It looks like because the, the joint is so high, they might look funny. Um, but like, I'll get over it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, the, the, having the clean turnaround on him, I think, I think is also something he can benefit. It's, it's a benefit of his alt mode to a degree, not having to have like, you know, a perfect certain kind of shape, uh, like real world shape being represented. Um, I do, I do kind of wish, I do kind of wish there was money for his mask to come off. I think that would have been a really nice touch, uh, at the end, uh, or at least like a separate head, but, uh, Wait Aaron, for the buzzworthy. About, uh... Wait for the buzzworthy version. <laughs> yeah, buzzworthy bumblebee. <laughs> uh, oh, is that a spoiler? Uh, editor, you should beep that out. Make it sound like I said something really, really dirty. You don't have to give me more Just work. Creating some work for you there. Uh, hey, Aaron, uh, <laughs> how are you feeling yeah. about Tarn? Uh, I I gonna say I hit most of the, of the same points that that you guys were going through. I especially like that he has the double fusion cannon, but then their Evo fusion thing is it <laughs> can then turn into a stonkin big like sniper rifle blaster thing. So it's you know it it you keep it with the 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 cannon <laughs> weapon, uh, but they can oh, also oh, turn oh. it into to something else. So uh, I, I I think that's a, an interesting different touch to him. Uh, just to show that he is a a a multi threat type of 
of Bruiser character. Yeah. Um, when I saw that photo on my phone, yeah. I I had blurry eyes and my brain was too activated. And I was like, are they doing Voss too? And then I was like, okay, calm mm. down. Uh, <laughs> to which I would also say, it would be so cool, wouldn't it? But also, let's be real. Let's not start saying you owe us the DJD. I think that's that would become an ask. Uh, capital A, capital A, and ask. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe Voss, but otherwise, let's let's chill a little bit. I don't know. I don't know that guy turning in a chair is gonna. Well, you know, they could come up with. They could just bend the chair back and say it's a hover car. I guess. You know. Okay, I've changed my mind. Yes, they have to. Do, they have to do the DJD, and they have to come up with BS reasons for some of the weird alt modes. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, but uh, yeah, that was a moment I had where I was like, I, was, <laughs> I had to temper myself back a little. Also worth noting, uh, this join, this completes the trilogy of officially licensed Tarn figures. We got uh, Kuro Karakuri for the $500 version. Uh, we got uh, Super 7 Ultimates for the uh, $50 version. And now we've got the Voyager for the, I don't know how much Voyagers are in the States version. Um, 30-ish. Oh, okay. Not as not quite as cool a jump from five hundred down to fifty then, but still, uh, trilogy of Tarn toys. Uh, it's a little bit behind the times, but also just in time to be uh, nostalgic about it. So I think that's very cool. Uh, they should be sending this Tarn to a certain number of people for free because they basically created the character. IMO. Um. Uh, yeah, I, I I think that Tarn is going to be like. Tarn and Scraphook are probably going to be like the toys to get a hold of. Tarn being the one that's actually hard to get. Scraphook being the one that's going to be really easy to get because Wave 1 Izer uh, Syndrome seems to be a proven thing now. So I'm, I'm kind of hype about these. Uh, that wasn't all the hype though. Um, oh, right, right. This is my joke one. Uh, hey, you know how, you know how everyone, you remember that Walmart Netflix sound wave and how it's like, man, if they could just re-release this cassette deck Voyager Soundwave. I got good news for you. They are. Now, I know you're wondering, what's that meaty crackling sound of, of perhaps a, a, a severed monkey's paw curling uh, at, at, during this news? Shattered Glass Collection Soundwave resurrects the, uh, the long-lost, long-hidden Netflix Soundwave mold. It's back. It's accessible again. Hope you like Shattered Glass Colors. Because that's what it's coming out in with a new head sculpt with the headband on. Uh, I think it's very cool that they did manage to get the Netflix, the Netflix mold back to some degree. It is probably not the way a lot of people wanted, but also Shattered Glass Soundwave has some legit colors. Uh, and they got the headband on there. Uh, I, just, I just wanted to throw that one in. Uh, TJ, did you have any, any reaction to uh, Shattered Glass Soundwave uh, happening in this form? Um, definitely some surprise. Uh, the fact that, like, the Siege one had to be used for Legacy, but this one actually did manage to get the, the Netflix mold. Like, it really makes me feel like, could, could you, like, maybe delay that sound wave just, like, a few waves to get this out? It was like, it was like, like was it running that tight, really? Um... I mean, this is also an exclusive capsule again, so maybe that was part of the rule. True. It had to... <laughs> It had to stay in a capsule somewhere. <laughs> now, now, now to be now to be fair, like, uh, like I have, I I don't really doubt that this isn't going to come back as just normal color sound wave again at some point. Just 
know, yeah. for for now, for now, it's the shattered glass version, which you know what, uh, I'm happy with to an extent. There's always that part of me that feels like part of the character of shattered glass is that they aren't just straight up their original forms, like. Like it's like the person like just as a personality, Shattered Glass Soundwave would take a would take an SUV over like this uh, tape recorder. Like I kind of mm-hmm. felt like that was what the original personality, like shift in personality, kind of showed. But, uh, you know, but for what it is, he looks nice. I like that he comes with uh, a properly colored Ravage and laser beak. I think it's weird that it's the the siege laser beak after we went through the trouble of remolding him. But okay. I didn't uh, notice that. Those are the siege cassettes. Yeah, that's weird. Mm-hmm. I thought those. Were, I thought the G one ones were tied to the Netflix tooling. I guess not. That's real weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, no. It's a. Uh, it's a nice surprise that they that the mold is accessible again, and hopefully, doing it through their own channel this time kind of means that we can actually get that you know however we want next time they plan to use it, which I'm. Sure will not take long. That's right. Buzzworthy Soundwave. I hope it's not Buzzworthy. I hope it's just in Legacy somewhere. Because Buzzworthy would be very cruel to the Canadians, let me tell you. Uh, Aaron, uh, you got any thoughts on this one? Um, the uh, the uh, headbanded uh, non-dental gum version of Shatterglass Soundwave? Yeah, I'd already made the non-dental gum comment online. Ah, so, okay. Hit, uh, hit our notes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, all right, excellent. Um, well, that that then brings us to the other big reveal event, which was the the vaunted, the legendary Walmart Collector Con, to which pre-recording, Aaron, I believe, remarked the what, which was a pretty great reaction, a pretty good encapsulating reaction to the phrase Walmart Collector Con. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'd seen these things. I didn't realize that it came from the Walmart Collector Con, and you also walked past the other part of PulseCon that was Transformers related. But you know, did I? What did I miss? Oh, Lightbright. Yeah. Well, that too. But, yeah, sure, the Magic the Gathering. Oh, right, right, because that wasn't in the news link, so it just, it immediately slipped my mind. Yes. Magic the Gathering Cross Transformers is happening as the big branding marketing push for the Brothers War. Famous Magic the Gathering event that featured the Transformers. Uh, the Brothers War, uh, the, the non-draft boosters might have Transformers card in them. The, the collector bundles of boosters are going to have Transformers cards and a Transformers spin down D20. Uh, sorry, spin down die. Um, famously the Transformers known for their participation in the, in the, the war between brothers Urza and Mishra that shattered the realm of, or the plane of Dominaria. Uh, so there's going to be 15 characters, uh, and then they're coming out with Brent. The, the new art looks sick. I will say the G1 art on the regular ones where they, they are aping the G1 cartoon, but purposefully as an art style, I think turned out really well. Uh, the much more rare shattered glass versions. It's just an art ch- uh, choice that makes them more rare. Um, are probably going to be too cost prohibitive to collect for anyone to reasonably do so. I would say, oh, oh, oh I got to get the PSA out there. Sorry. You, thank you for reminding me. Um, if you think these are cool and you don't play magic or haven't for a while, do not buy booster packs to try to find these. That's the goal. 
buy singles. Yeah, the, the goal is to attract Transformers fans to purchase Magic the Gathering booster packs. It is a sick goal. I think it's actually a little bit cruel. Don't do it. It is not worth it. These things are in enough things that they're going to disseminate into the market. And if you just want the G1 non-Shattered Glass versions, I bet you you'll be able to get them for like 30, 40 bucks tops unless one of those cards breaks Commander somehow. Uh, I don't know what to tell you about the Shattered Glass ones. You should get, you should yell at Hasbro, basically. Uh, but don't buy booster packs for these. This whole thing is super freaking weird. Because they have a thing called Universes Unboundless Universes something or other. Uh, Universes beyond. Beyond. They have an entire thing called Secret Lairs. They have all these things through which they could release these in a collected format. Granted, this technically means these will be easier to get. They'll just be more work to get, but they will be easier and cheaper. The whole thing is weird for uh, attracting Transformers fans, and the whole thing is weird for the poor Magic fans. I feel like this is just going to make Magic fans like annoyed with Transformers, really. The way that this is shunting all over the Brothers War, which is a set that is really based on nostalgia for Magic the Gathering fans. Uh, my main critique is, I, I believe, unless I miss something, none of these Transformers are Wooberg, right? Like, none, I don't think any of them are five color. Uh, none of them were five That color. means you cannot run, no, you cannot run a BS commander deck of just all of them then without grabbing a non-transformer as the commander, and I... You could, you just have, yeah, you just have some other... It's not right. ...commander, some sliver queen or something it's, in order to have all your transformers it's in. It's not right! They should have done a Wooberg transformer so that you, like, it wouldn't be a good deck, but it would just be fun. Because, you know, Wooberg Transformer, you can just put all the Transformers in. It, there you go. It's it's just funny because seeing the these come up and seeing the number of Transformers fans going, ugh, Magic the Gathering cards, it's a stupid thing. I didn't haven't played Magic since I was 12 and a dumb kid. Blah, blah, these are stupid. And then seeing all the Magic fans saying, what the heck are these robot things doing in with my serious game cards? They, these all look stupid. Blah, living metal. What the heck is that? They've got they've got transform. Why can't these transform like all the cards that transform transform? Instead, they have to have yeah. this whole other thing saying to convert it. What the heck? Blah. This is all dumb. And sitting in the in that like the middle of that uh, of those two circles, going, "Y'all suck. Y'all dumb. Yeah, this is just meant for like." fun and entertainment and yeah maybe brothers war isn't the right way to do it but they found the thing of like hey there were giant robot fighting and whatever here's the place it's getting slotted in per corporate and how about we all just have fun don't, I, I just wish don't don't look at it too seriously I, 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 and and seeing both sides just go puh, 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 at it is just kind of fun well, to, to me what i'm gonna say is i think that they they managed to do this in a remarkable way that perfectly vertical slices it to be the worst execution for everyone who could be interested because like <laughs> like no transformers fans want to chase these no magic fans want these in brothers war and it's like yeah y'all just put out a secret layer <laughs> it worked for every yeah. it worked for every other property i don't know why you don't want to do that but i i also think that magic's in a really weird spot where they're making a lot of funny decisions right now uh, mm -hmm. I'm super hyped to find out if anyone ever buys 
a $1,000 booster box of proxies and their name is not Post Malone. Uh, I... <laughs> Uh, they are sending a bunch of those apps. That's, that's a whole. That's a whole different topic to get into. Yeah, it's just, it's just fun. Like that that one right after the Transformers thing, where I was just sitting there going, like, I just feel like like at least make one of them Wooberg. Nope. Okay. Uh. Well. I... <laughs> it was weird. Um. But yeah, that was another PulseCon thing that I forgot about. Uh. But uh, yes. Don't buy, don't buy booster packs. Get them single. The Godzilla people were able to do it. We'll be able to do it. Uh, I saw a bunch of people who know magic pouring over the Transformers cards. It sounds like most of them are jank, uh, which is good for us. That's yeah. good. That means you, you do not have to chase them. Uh, they're not going to warp a format, so or at least right now. So you know, it should be good times if you want to collect them. Uh, the Walmart CollectorCon, though. Woo! Uh... They revealed uh, the Velocitron Speedia 500, uh, Shadow Strip, Crasher, and Hot Rod that had already been revealed, kind of, and also in some cases purchased legally from a retail store. Uh, so Walmart Walmart sold these before they announced them, unfortunately, for Walmart. Uh, but they've been announced now. Um, I don't think we've actually talked about the Hot Rod, who I think is fine, but I'm think should have had a fishing pole and it would have been perfect and he doesn't and so i have an unreasonable amount of aggro that he doesn't have his fishing pole on release number two because he uh he does not have the matrix either so he is sort of a sort of a strict downgrade on physical parts um which is unfortunate it's a good toy though so if you did somehow like miss the studio series one uh and it's not attainable for you this is a toy that is worth purchasing if you like transformers and you like hot rod but um the big news is that in leader class, Velocitron is getting Galaxy Shuttle, who is a new head uh, retool redeco of Siege Earthrise Astro Train, a toy I did not successfully purchase because I wanted to get it on sale, and he came out to perfectly exist during pandemic lockdowns. So I never saw one on sale. Uh. So I don't have that toy. So I'm actually like, you know what? Good. I can get Galaxy Shuttle. And Galaxy Shuttle will be completely brand new to me. Because uh, I saw, you know, Galaxy Shuttle still has the train mode. He's just a new head redeco. Uh, and it works, I think. Uh, it, it's, he's from the Victory universe, which is funny. Um, but uh, yeah, he's, he's sort of a surprise. They, they, I did catch somewhere in the ad copy, he's not participating in the race. Because a lot of people said, if a space shuttle participates in the race, then doesn't the space shuttle win? Uh, but apparently he's ferrying uh, contestants and audience members uh, from their homes to Velocitron to witness and participate in the race. That's the backstory of why Galaxy Shuttle is here. Uh, I think he also makes the weapons caboose look a little bit more thematic and better because it's Galaxy Shuttle. So it's like a weird MicroMaster add-on thing. And something about it like works more for me. Um, but uh, Aaron, how are you feeling about uh, Galaxy Shuttle here? I was so out of left field when I when I because I think I first just saw the um, the robot mode photo as something just like somebody was like what the what on Twitter or something <laughs> and I was like huh that's an odd that's an odd because at first I it, I mean it looks like the like especially on a on a phone um, looks very much like the the bad knockoffs from the dollar store type of thing you know 
very like two-tone one of those is white odd seemingly large weapons on it whatever and uh then like flipping through a few others and saying like oh no that's actually astro train okay that's a weird a weird deep cut to go for for a second use of this like three four year old mold now like okay i i think i can dig it yeah uh i probably won't be going for it probably um but i think he looks cool for sure um if I actually see it at a store, I'm probably going to have a whole lot of like, I'm I'm gonna just walk around with this for a bit, just to just to see how I really feel. The the part where because um, both I mean both the part where the Velocitron leaders have the peg hole packaging somehow makes them feel less expensive, even though they're not in a bad way that is really tempting. Because you're like, oh, this just, just hangs on a peg. I can just carry this around. It's not. It's, yeah, it, it just hangs on. It's a not peg. a big box. Yeah, it's yeah. a totally. <laughs> the number of people that are going to get these with those those flaps folded over is far too high. Already. I bet you, I you the that. Walmart Walmart automated packing system is already flexing its mechanical fingers, going like, I'm gonna jam these in so many form fitting boxes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you won't even believe it. Yeah. Same. Same with the Transformers the movie. Uh, releases those those poor flaps. Those are going to get janked. Yeah. Um. Before we get to those, TJ, I was just wondering how you're feeling about Galaxy Shuttle. Uh, another victory pal showing up now that Victory Saber has been uh been manifested. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah, coming right right at, right on time for uh for, for 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 that for that big victory hit that I'm in. in. <sighs> So, so let's just get that out of the way. It's no shock that I pre-ordered it, right? Like, uh, no, no, I, it's no shock. What's I'm, I'm, a, would, I'm a I'm a sucker like that. I would have been concerned and wondering if maybe like there there had been some hurricane stuff that messed with you a little bit if you hadn't pre-ordered <laughs> this one. I'd be like, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, like I remember there being a listing for a leader Velocitron toy coming up in Wave Two and going just like. What mold is even available? Like, cause like, and my brain went to like, well, they haven't reused Astro Train, and my brain also did not make the connection of like, maybe they could retool it into the one other space shuttle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, it, it's cool. Like, to get like realistic colors on that mold, I think is a good choice. It's like a kind of like a, like a, re- like a backwards way of getting it repainted into its original Japanese colors without actually making it Astro Train again. Um, uh, the mm. tra- <laughs> I really do wish there wasn't so much white in the train mode, but I kind of get that that's probably not doable, which is the way all this is like coming together. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, I do like... I do like using the uh, like the the weapon box a little bit more as a display. Someone uh, someone pointed out that, that it had the colors for uh, um, the uh, MicroMaster Countdown base. Yeah, yeah, that, that that's why I I think that it really makes it work more than than as just a caboose because like the train mode with those colors as a a box and then like bright red weapons, it just looks like a MicroMaster base vehicle that never came out. 
like uh, the the big micromaster train, the battle train. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it it gives that vibe, and like it it really works for me. I was surprised how much it worked for me. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm very happy. I'm really happy when deep cuts like this make it onto a U.S. shelf. Because it's the mm-hmm. kind of thing that reminds me that every now and then Hasbro can just lose their minds and do like whatever from Transformer history, and that's the kind of thing that really gets me like excited. It's like I've, okay, I've, I've got enough Star Screams to last me a lifetime, but like I don't have a single Galaxy Shuttle, so you've caught my interest. Please do yeah. more of this. Well, hey, you say Hasbro can lose their minds and do whatever they want. What if they did G1 reissues again and then went like, what's the one other thing we could do to G1 reissues that we ain't fully done yet? So Hot Rod and Starscream G1 toys coming out at Walmart in Transformers the Movie Boxes. As Aaron mentioned, huge foldable, creasable box flap up there. Uh, box art by Marcelo Mater, who also did the Legacy Evolution big poster, uh, worth noting. Uh, this is G1 Hot Rod and G1 Starscream with, I believe, no stickers, fully painted and painted in a cartoon style that I don't think has been done on either of these toys before, and it kind of looks slick. The Hot Rod looks really good and is magenta, and the chest flames mm-hmm. as a deco rather than the sticker is really doing something for me, and I think I want to buy this, and I hate, I, I don't need it. I have, I had a Target Master Hot Rod since I was a kid. The reissues of him don't activate anything in my brain. This colorway specifically is activating something. Even the Starscream is activating something on me. And I think he might have come out in colors like this before, now that I am actually thinking about it. I think there was at some point at least a a cartoon-themed G1 uh, Starscream reissue sometime in Japan at some point. But these both look very nice, and I'm mad about it. And, um... that's and not not for general internet mad, just like the like they got me kind of mad. I got to see how much these things cost. Uh, I mean, there's American listings up here. I guess I could take a look. Thirty three ninety six. So Voyager price for G one hot rod. That ain't that ain't actually that bad. Damn it, damn it. Um, hey DJ, how are you feeling about these uh, retro collection G one reissues? Uh, yeah, this is a, I I did a whole video for this because this is just a fascinating concept to me. Now, to be fair, in the past, they have done similar things. You know, we've had a Galvatron in purple rather than the original colors, but like even that, Yeah. yeah. And we did the same with Astro Train, but both of those, for whatever reason, just didn't want to go like fully into the color palette the way that these two are doing. Like this, just like you know that, hot, like you said, that hot rod especially is just that's just it looks it looks phenomenal. Like there's just something about the way it's done that just looks so much better and so different from his usual G1 presentation as a toy, and I, it just goes uh, goes goes to show just like how much they tr- how hard they tried to get this toy to work in his original like animation colors because you see like like the the orange on the tops of the legs to extend them down and on the collar to remove that that wasn't on the animation model like the forearms are painted Mm. little crevices in his shoulders are painted like they even took the chrome off to make it have a, a matte finish the entire way through like 
it's the kind of thing that would make me pick up a lot more G1 reissues if they were to go this hard into making the colors and the overall presentation screen accurate rather than just re, you know, re-releasing and replicating the original toy over and over again. Mm-hmm. This is fascinating yeah. to me. Yeah, 100%. Like I don't I don't even need tune accurate. Just do something do something to to make the old toys pop a little bit different. And then hey, you're not you're not devaluing the, the whatever, the old ones if that matters really. Like um yeah. Aaron, how are you feeling about these reissues? Yeah, the the hot rod one is one that I'm seriously considering because it's you know, the fact that with no stickers on it, they're they're putting extra paint and they're putting like doing paint layouts differently than what they did before you know with his shins and and everything and there's enough stuff that is significantly different here that really makes it feel a a a a higher level you know and and worth a voyager price point when i'm pretty sure that they had just a g1 reissue same as the other 47 that have come before hot rod on the shelves a few years ago too oh yeah yeah. Uh, so you know that that to me is super interesting the star screams a little bit different but not like there's not a ton that you can do differently with star scream yeah um because it's not like his was ever drastically different in the first place i think i think the painted so face th- is that that one not nearly as much yeah the, the painted face on star scream is the thing that's really the draw to me like, yeah, yeah. It's Starscream is like the small details. It's like the it's the knees are painted, the top of the feet is paint are painted, the the vents yeah. around the head are painted. I think that's the first time yeah. that that's been done. Yeah. Okay, they are. I had, I guess a couple of photos I was flipping through. I I guess I was looking more at the like back of box that makes it look like it's. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, similar to 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 other stuff. Um, oh, that back uh, of box looks same, really different, actually. Same photo, just... Yeah. Well, I don't know, because it has the same silly... Like, I wonder if it's from the same shoot, just a different angle or something. Yeah. Because he's got, like, the one-arm Null Ray Blaster is, like, up over his shoulder versus yeah. <laughs> uh, pointing forward. The hues are really different, I don't know, though. Maybe that's the way that the kids are doing it now. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. So that'd, that'd maybe be the difference to see, like, is it this like much lighter version or is it a darker version all the way around or, or, or what is it? Cause most of the other photography has it. Oh, I'm, I'm also really, I'm pleasantly know. surprised. Starscream is the same price as hot rod. I kind of assumed Starscream would cost more. Yeah. That's, that's going to be an odd box assortment unless it's like, is that part of the reason for the flap is to have overlap? in the Oh, it could be. Yeah. If they ship together, but the boxes are not the same size, that could be doable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those are, those are, okay. and I, f- I, I feel oddly with the packaging too, because it's got like the old school tech spec look on the back of it with not with as quite as much of the red, uh, uh confusion lines over the blue, but then they only have mm. like the four symbol tech specs, not the eight layout of the old ones and the old Hasbro logo, but then the new, uh, everything else is a much more newer stylistic thing oh yeah oh and i just noticed the just weird like overlaps and intercepts the the authentic transformers branding of right now in place of the robot points like with the dotted line around it on the back that's Mm -hmm. weird 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, they call it retro packaging because like we have a logo and the overall shape and like the old Hasbro logos on it. <laughs> but the, like nothing else is even remotely retro about this. No, the box yeah. art was made now. Everything. In... <laughs> Five language now on it. Plastic-free packaging on, on mm-hmm. the bottom right. Uh, mm-hmm. I can see on the top, like you know, they were very concerned about in the eighties. On the on the top, you can see in on Hot Rod's packaging photo, it's out of perspective, but they do have the uh, the four-step transformation photos on the top at least. So that's it's odd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this feels this fe- feels like if we branded for the movie in nineteen eighty-six, this is what the packaging might have looked like. Uh. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those uh, those reissues, I'm curious if they do more in this style, because the thing about reissues nowadays is they just kind of come out, and, it's, <laughs> and so then they just stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I want to move on. Our last topic for the day is the last piece of news. This is just kind of, this is part of a wider thing, but um, Renegade Games, who are currently doing a lot of Hasbro uh, intellectual property games, like the Transformers deck building game. Uh, they've expanded its, their partnership with Hasbro. They're taking on uh, a whole bunch of the uh, Hasbro-owned, or at least Hasbro-adjacent board games, Some, uh, at least one of which I believe through Wizards of the Coast. Uh, so Renegade Games is going to be the home of Axis and Allies, Robo Rally, Diplomacy, and Squad Leader, and Risk. Uh, that is seemingly, to me, huge news for Renegade Game Studios. And... Could be really cool news for Transformers-themed, uh, like, tweaks and reskins of games, if those are still anyone's thing. Because uh, Renegade are a pretty solid company as far as, like, going out there and, and getting at what they work on. Um, they, they are not a Watsy. They are still closer to uh, a the fond memories one may have of a, you know, early 2010s Fantasy Flight games. So, uh... I think this is kind of cool. Um, it does make me feel really confident that the deck building game is going to be sticking around for a while. Because um, it seems like they are only tightening their relationship with Hasbro. And uh, that deck building game is pretty good. Um, the G.I. Joe one's also pretty good. The, I've heard the Power Rangers one is pretty good. So, like, this could this could mean that some of the, the branded uh, board games that Renegade was working on with Hasbro stuff could have a bright future ahead of them as far as expansions, further errata, and, and etc. So I, I think that was kind of cool. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really know if there's too much like discussion around this unless you guys had something you really wanted to throw in, but I, I felt it was worth highlighting given how much we talk about this stuff. I mean, Aaron, how, how are you feeling about a, a new home for Robo Rally? Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't... I think Avalon Hill did a reprint of Robo Rally and added a few different modes that were okay. Mm. Um but yeah, I Renegade Game Studios has has seemed so far to be doing uh good stuff on brand, so I'm not necessarily sure what a difference to Robo Rally would be, but um yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to to see what they do. Yeah, Robo Rally reprint apparently is coming along with Diplomacy. I just noticed they also have confirmed they're doing uh, new Risk re-themes around G.I. Joe, Transformers, and Power Rangers. So the uh, the 2007 live-action movie ri- version uh, of Risk, the Cybertron Battle Edition, seems like it'll have a spiritual successor finally. Finally, someone said. I'm not sure mm-hmm. if any of you say it, but... 
Yeah, we've just been waited with bated bre- <laughs> breath the whole time. I have still never played that Transformers Risk game. I have, I've owned it since it came out and never played it uh, one of these days. The problem is now I've played probably better games, so I'm, <laughs> I don't know how to react to it. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, I thought that was a, that was a cool piece of news. Um, anyway, we've been going on for a while, uh, so we are going to going to issue doing uh, listener questions this episode because we had all that that Transformers news to hit up. Um, I would like to do a very brief off topic just as a decompress, and I mentioned I had something I was going to talk about. Um, so let's each do one off topic thing and save the rest for our next uh, get together. So uh, I'll I'll do mine first. Uh, I got heavily distracted from playing the Transformers deck building game because I got into a board game called Pax Pamir Second Edition. Uh, it is from Cole Worley at Worley Gig Games. Uh, it's a it's a game based on the Great Game when uh, the British, Russian, and Afghan uh, forces were vying for control of India, and so you play as an Indian tribe who is. Uh, faction jumping and manipulating all three factions and, and you're jumping your loyalties around uh, just to play them against each other and reap the biggest benefits. And it's an excellent game. Holy crap. I lost so much time just trying to learn how to run the Wakan, the uh, the the bot player uh, who you can slot in into a, a, a solo game or a two player game as a third player. Uh, the, the production is lush. Uh, there's a cloth map, resin blocks for the armies and roads. Uh, it's a simple game mechanically. Uh, with tons and tons of ramifications for your simple decisions. I love this game a lot, and uh, I was going to try to to jam a whole lot of deck-building game to build up to putting a video together, and then I just lost, like, two whole days to PAX Pamir 2nd Edition, so I don't feel bad. It was a good game. Now I kind of want to get John Company, because it sounds like that Kickstarter is delivering. That's that's by the same folks. Uh, John Company 2nd Edition. Uh it's really good stuff. Pax Pamir is one of those ones. I, I wish I would like to, to build up my skills to teach it so I could bring it to like a TFCon. That's, that's what I would love to have for our, for our, our pandemic Iberia, whatever we do next Toronto TFCon is jam out some Pax Pamir. I bet we could do it. It would probably be chaotic, but it could be fun. Um, Aaron, how about you? Have you got anything, uh, off topic on your mind? Neck injuries? It's, <sighs> I mean, th- the house is a nice house to live no, in. You still, yeah, you got you still you still uh, unboxing that one. Yeah, right. yeah, we're 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 actually yeah. It's it's there's so many boxes inside of it. Let me tell you what you just open uh-huh. one and you find more boxes. Wasteful inside of wasteful it packaging these days. It's just it's gonna gonna go all, all all the way down. No, I've I the the f- nice thing I will say about this neighborhood is uh, every time that there a lot of a lot of people walking around the neighborhood and every time I've been outside, it's been, Oh, Hey, you must be the new neighbor. Come over and just talk my dang ear off. Um, but always very nice about it. And it's a very nice and welcoming neighborhood. The, the story that I tell now is it was our, it was, uh, one week after we'd signed the paperwork, we finally got, um, the bed moved over since we'd kind of, since, uh, Alfie couldn't get the Monday and Tuesday off work. And so we just wanted to be as normal as we could be. And we were moving everything over here that we could. And I, that's, I took that first week off to just do that, just to be moving things. Um, and so then finally we got some additional help 
in order to get the the bed and everything moved over. And I realized that while I had all of the food over here, I didn't have any or nearly enough cookware in order to make anything with said food. So we'd ordered something on DoorDash. Just needed food because we're hungry, whatever. I hit send on the order, and then 45 seconds later, somebody's knocking at the door. So we're like, what the heck? <laughs> we go and open the door, and it's kind of like, you know, kind of doing the, like, who the is this right now? And it's ladies. Oh, hi. Hey, are you the new, are you our new neighbors? It's like, yeah. Oh, well, I'm blank from across the street and we've been seeing people move in and out and we're just it'd been empty for a while so we were just wondering so went out and talked with her and her husband and they're great they you know live here but they sunbird you know snowbird down to florida for the for the winter and all this stuff and just chit chat and then we see a car kind of pull up and in front of our house it's like oh that must be our doordash well nice talking to doordash why'd you order food it's like well we don't have it. Well, you should have just came over and said something. It's like, okay, well, I appreciate that. I've known you for about uh, uh, 10 minutes since you knocked on my door, but uh, I'll keep that in mind for the future. And uh, so most every interaction that I've had so far in this neighborhood has been that versus the old neighborhood. It was like a, hey, 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 how you doing? Why you want to know type of thing. So it's. It's definitely a bit of a a, a change in reaction and and uh, and how things go. So it's good. It's a good good change. Uh, it'll just be some more boxing and unboxing of things. Uh, I hope you get some good pulls, some good purple epics. Uh, should, mm-hmm. should be a good time. Aaron, I forgot. Sorry, I'm I'm kind of rewinding slightly. There was one other thing I meant uh, that was very Aaron centric that I just got today, which is a. Box damage copy of Star Trek uh, Frontiers, Star Trek themed retheme of Mage Knight. Uh, I thought you would see the the comedy okay. in this. So the it's a it's a sort of exploration uh, deck building like conquest game. Uh, you you explore a variable tile map. You're you're trying to level up and then you want to destroy. And instead of four castles, you're trying to destroy uh, two to four Borg cubes, which are the castles in this. Uh, the four okay. characters you can play as. Uh, it's a captain and a ship. You can play as Jean-Luc Picard, captain of the Enterprise-D. Uh, Benjamin Sisko, captain of the Defiant. Martok, captain of the Negvar. Or the Duras sisters, captains of the D12 Bird of Prey. So those are your four characters you can play as. You still have the same action. Okay. So in Mage Knight, there's a thing you can do. And I was just looking in the rules. It does translate in this game. If you, if you find a Class M planet, you may choose to decimate it. You'll lose some reputation, but you'll get some loot from it, and you'll have to fight off a representation of local forces defending the planet. So, I thought it was pretty funny. So, A, as Jean-Luc Picard, you could decimate a planet for resources, which is pretty funny. As Benjamin Sisko, you could decimate a planet for resources. Feels pretty in character. That's that's spot on. (laughs) I was going to say, Sisko's... Cisco's actually done that, so um... that's one of the reasons why. Because some people have actually leveled that as a big criticism of the game that as Picard you can do the decimate action. But I was like, well, yes, but also as Cisco you can do. The... I'm just going to play. I'm going to main Cisco and Martok. Everything's in character. It's perfect. They're going to be two friends just flying around, blowing up Borg cubes. It's going to be great. Uh, 
I'm waiting for the reprint of the expansion where uh, a time-displaced Khan flying a Jem'Hadar ship uh, can be put on the map as a super boss. <laughs> um, anyway, that was my little aside. I thought you'd get a kick out of uh, decimating Cisco. Uh, TJ, how about you to close this up? If you got an off-topic thing you want to want to drop some thoughts on? Um, yeah, I can talk about a DX Desire Driver. Ooh, there's a lot of people actually just got that this weekend because of NYCC, which is weird. Mm. It's a weird thing to say. <laughs> uh, how is that thing? Okay, so it is, uh, because it's early on, we're not getting, like, the full effect. I, I think, like, the first, like, in, like, completely independent buckle attachment is coming out, like, I think next month. But, mm-hmm. um... Yeah, it, it is basically just, like, build your own driver, which is kind of awesome. So, like, you, you, if you get the big pack that has, like, zombie and the extra hammer and all that, so you have, like, a whole bunch of things you can switch through, uh, it's a lot of fun right out of the box. Just with how many things you attach to it, it's all super satisfying, all nice good chunk noises, all good sound effects. Um, yeah, I will, I will say like you can do a lot, you have a lot of those combinations and it works similar to like a double driver where like one, okay. Okay. The the left one will take a turn and then the right one takes its turn, etc. Um, there's a few that have a priority. So there's like, uh, I feel, I feel like a zombie is always going to go first because it's got unique noises to it. Um, so, we, so there's a few things like that where it's not like completely interchangeable and also it is always going to be Geats's belt because when you use magnum and boost like that's when all the really cool stuff happens it's like zombie and boost is fine but like zomb- but like magnum and boost does everything it's like there's a super cool trick in this belt like aside from like just You've got three components to completely change the look of the belt. It spins around. So, like, if you want to switch the positions of the components, you don't just have to, like, disassemble the whole thing. You can just, like, turn it. Uh, yeah, well, that's, that's like, all function, too, as I understood it. Like, oh, it knows oh, yeah. you did it. Yeah. Um, but there's another cool trick with the lighting effect. So, Boost and Magnum has these, like, they all have this, like, translucent element that the center light shines through. You know, and the center light is like multi LED, multicolor LEDs, you know, the kind of thing, typical rider belt stuff. If you look inside the boost and magnum, you're going to find green and red lines painted on the inside of the translucent window. And what happens is the belt knows that if it shines green, it's going to make some of those, it's going to make those green lines vanish and the red lines will turn black. And then if it flashes red, it's going to do the same thing. So as this thing is doing its like full transformation for Magnum Boost, you've got all these different effects that are appearing across the the center the central circle around the light and it looks like it's animating even huh. though it's not. Oh, that's clever. Hmm. I never thought about color coding your lights to hide stuff, but that makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. It's like color spectrum stuff. That's oh, that's cool. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a it's a, a it's a super clever belt. Like it's gonna it's like Man. one of those where like I really want to have like 
I want mo- like I want everything just so I can just build as many combos as possible. I want I want one of them to really appeal to me so I can just buy two and just have like like the ninja ninja driver <laughs> or something. I okay, I I would if I can walk into a local GameStop and just see that there, I might get tempted with my edge discount. Cuz that's that sounds really neat. I just don't want to like special order it, but they are doing such a big push that this one's going to be domestically available. I would love to see that play out because I, I would I would support that. That sounds really fun. Also, just in general. Uh, well, dang. Uh, yeah, I, I've been uh, I've been seeing a whole bunch of people saying uh, got my desire my my DX Desire Driver from Common Rider Geats at New York Comic Con from the Team Rider booth, and I was like, well, dang. Uh. I will say it sure is kind of odd to be selling a roleplay toy for a show that's not broadcasting here, but, you know, <laughs> do what you got to do, I guess. It's Geats is the new Common Rider show, so you know, it's been showing for, you know, about a month or so. I, I I once again did my thing where I was like, I'm sh- I'm sure, surely this time we'll, we'll get the simulcast. What with Futo PI simulcasting? Surely this time we'll get it. No. Okay. Well. I did say on Twitter when I said it, I was like, I was like, if you got to laugh at me, you can laugh at me. And I got, <clears throat> I got laughed at. Um, well, very cool. Uh, I think that, uh, that will bring us to a close for today. So, uh, thank you all for listening to, uh, our episode, uh, 625 of WTF at TFW. Uh, we will continue podcasting about transformers because we do what we want. And, uh, we also need to continue podcasting, uh, the, ongoing unboxing of Aaron's house and uh, whatever uh, uh, kooky, wacky circumstances befall myself or TJ uh, as things go along with it. That's our new sitcom we're, uh, we're unloading here. So uh, we will talk to you all later. Uh, until then, uh, stay yourselves safe and uh, catch you later. Don't roll over your car. I really don't recommend it. Yeah, and don't get into a hurricane either. Yeah, that's two things. Zero recommendations. And honestly, I mean, if you, oh, I mean, if you got to have like a, a friendly person, uh, friend, like stay in your place and like you know, basically like you know, enrich the place with conversation and whatnot. I mean, like it's, oh, it's, it, it is really tiresome though. And I mean, like, uh, oh, like like hosting a hosting a friend in your living space and and having nice conversations and, and you know, cooking food, learning about new food to cook. The burden I I bear, you know. Know the risks you're taking when you take it. Or when you roll your car in a hurricane. What the f*** is going on down there? It means, but you got some badass perpetrators that are here to stay.